Welcome to the Spinner's Lit Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Klingen. Uh, tonight's episode is episode 28, What's New and Let's Review 2019. With me tonight is my lovely wife, Marianne Rusty. Hey! And back uh, for a second run on the show, Eric Selford. Hey! Right here. I didn't tell the in. There you go. Uh, back again, of course, is uh, from the Roundtable crew is Alex. Howdy! Dan. Yo! Brian. Hello. And with us tonight for the first time on the show is a fellow pinhead and all around good guy, George Gonzalez. Hey, hey. Woo. 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 So we're going to jump right in. Uh, George is a longtime uh, pinball enthusiast, good friend, good friend of the show, and a fellow uh, Capital Corridor Pinball League member. And he's going to talk about uh, some really awesome cabinet. Uh, repair and restoration that he does. Take it away, George. All right. So my background, I'm a, I'm a cabinet maker by trade. I also was a, a finisher and also a house painter. So um, my, uh, my claim to fame is that I'm able to restore pinball cabinets to its uh, original glory and then some uh, from, you know, up into museum quality, although um, that's... Uh, it just so it's cost so much to do something like that, but uh, for the most part, I, I do all the restorations and and do reinforcements of the cabinets just to make sure you know the bottoms. A lot of the bottoms of the cabinets are coming apart, so I, I you know I, I can repair all those things. I can uh, manufacture parts for the back box, whatever whatever it takes to to get it back into its uh, into its glory. So um, uh, some of the things that I do in order to to get them into a professional grade quality um, and I have to give a, a shout out to my friend uh, uh, Chris Bannister who is also a cabinet maker and is a part of the CCPL and also part of the uh, Golden State Pinball uh, show um, he he is uh, also giving me some great pointers on, on some things like primers um, because back uh, 25 years ago they stopped using lead-based paints and so uh, we can't use um, any of the primers that have lead-based um, you know, and, and some of the VOCs that California has outlawed. So having said that, the primer that I use now uh, is uh, BIN by Zinser, and it's a shellac-based primer. So as far as the cabinets go, after I, I restore the cabinet, uh, manufacture any parts that need to be done, uh, I sand them down with, the, with a 50-grit uh, belt sander, and then I go down to an 80, and then I start using an orbital with a 100, and up to 150 grit. Then I prime it from uh, after the primer dries. I, then I fill it with Bondo and or plastic wood, depending on the condition of the cabinet itself. So, um, <clears throat> and then after I put the I put the Bondo on there and I, I sand it again, I reprime it and then I check to make sure that there's no other imperfections. If there are, I fill it up and then I prime it again and sand it down to 150. Um, so after that, I use a oil-based uh, paint that you can only buy in quartz, and that comes. I usually buy it from Sherwin Williams. They do a good good job of color matching anything for me that I need to color match. Um, but for the most part, most bases are um, kind of a cream color, white, and then other colors go on top of that. So I usually put on um, a coat of the of that oil-based paint. I have to let it dry depending on the weather. Uh, the weather, you know, and the temperature and the moisture in the air 
dictate how, how quickly anything will dry. So after I dry everything, everything's dried, then I go back and I give it a light sand with probably some 220, and then I give it another coat of white. Um, from there, I use uh, rattle cans to put on uh, the colors. Um, usually I can find things that are pretty darn close as far as color matching. Um, I haven't run into any problems with getting something you know, relatively close to that. So um, some of the things also um, are the stencils. If it's an older machine, stencils, many are available, so I have to make the stencils myself. So you talk about stencils and older games, which we've seen your work and we know how beautiful it is. Mm -hmm. But you will also do more modern games that have like decal reports. Yes. Okay. So the decals, the decals is a different process, and I'll talk about that. Um, but let me just stay on the one with the, sure. with the stencils right now. So sometimes I buy stencils from Jeff over at Pinball Pin. I find his stencils to be the best. Um, they are awesome. They, I mean, there's no comparison to anybody else out there. He, he just does a great job with it, with scanning machines and, and such. And, and we actually, um, I have a friend of mine, Nicholas Hunter, that uh, he, he now takes and scans cabinets for Jeff and sends it to him, and then he makes those stencils and puts them into his library. Um, you know, as long as he has a license for it, of course. Um, so uh, we go from there. So the, the stencils that I make are all handmade. I use uh, uh, scalpels, actually. Uh, I buy packages and packages of different types of scalpels with different points and curves on it so that I can make the stencils. Um, and, and then with the stencils, I find that um, some of them I use a low-tack um, low adhesive to put on there. But once you put the, the paint on it, it tends to, to kind of melt that and it will kind of get creep up underneath. And I have to do a lot of cleanup on it. So what I've discovered that the best thing for me to do is I weight it down. I take uh, actual pencil lead for fishing pencil lead and I cut them into different lengths and I can mold them and put them around my stencils. And then when I spray them, I can actually adjust the, the, the way the weights are so that I get overspray to kind of uh, duplicate the old style um, uh, you know, stencils that they used to use. Back in the day, they used to use these bronze stencils that they used to slap up against it and spray it and you get a lot of overspray. So I'm able to duplicate that as well. Um, with those stencils. Which I saw in that last game you did. I'm trying to think of the name of it. It looked perfect. It looked like it just rolled off the assembly line. Yeah, I couldn't tell you exactly which one it is. Cause it's a, it's it, a, it, I think it's a poker game? Um, well, the one that I have uh, in my garage right now, it's called The Big Deal. That's and, it. That's yeah. the big and, deal you And did. that one really came out nice. Why we, it duplicated that that overspray. Yeah. So it looks real, real like natural to you know original. It, it it looks like it literally just rolled off the assembly line. It's yeah. Beautiful. So I, I use a five mil uh, mylar and uh, and I I tape it on there and then I make uh, for the different colors. I take them out, slice them up, you know, and I have my different stencils. I put them away and then I I put, apply them and 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 put all that stuff on there. Um, after I'm done with that part of it, then I take and I do a polycrylic, um, uh, polycrylic uh, clear coat. The reason I use a polycrylic is because it has some elasticity to it. So since we're moving pinball machines around often and, and we're shaking them and, you know, of course, you know, when we're playing them, um, it, it doesn't crack. And, and that's the main thing about that. So uh, the, that's the, the, I guess, the main theme. So, in lieu of our podcast tonight, I did have a Facebook page that I didn't publish until just tonight, since uh, I figured, well, this is the perfect time to do it, and that, that page on Facebook is Will Works for Pinball. And if you go 
go there, you can see pictures of the big deal that Spencer here was talking about and uh, a bunch of other um, um, machines that I've done through through the years. Um, and it's only been the last couple of years. Uh, but, um, yeah, so that's that part. Now, as far as the ones with the stencils, right. I still use the same process with the two coats of primer and the Bondo and the whole thing. I paint it. Uh, Usually, depending on what color the, the base of the machine is, uh, I recently did a funhouse, so I used a funhouse blue. I had that custom color made. And then I take the, the, uh, the decal that it comes with, um, well, not that it comes with, but that we buy <coughs> online at uh, different places. Uh, if you want, you can go to Real Look for Pinball, and there's some links there that you'll be able to find uh, some of the decals. So what I do the decal is um, I, I lay it down onto the cabinet, line it all up, and I weight it down. And then I peel back just like maybe about four or five inches. I take the back of it off, and, the, and then I put that onto the cabinet, and I use that as a hinge so that I can then take all the weights off of it that I, that I put on there. And I use weights. As I'm, when I say weights, it's like literally you know, five-pound dumbbells, uh, paint cans, whatever. I need to weight it down. And then I take those off, and, and then with the help, usually my wife, um, we start peeling back, and I and I start applying the decal all the way down, um, down the cabinet, uh, and then I trim it all the way around, and then I go back and I clamp on some straight edge, and and I take and I um, cut just like maybe um, an eighth of an inch back from the very edge, because so that way it sticks really well, because you know on most cabinets it's kind of rounded. And you don't want to glue um, the decal onto that rounded edge because it'll eventually come up. So I just cut it back. And the nice thing is, is that the, it matches the color because I already painted up underneath. I've seen the fun house. Nick's, yeah. Nick's fun house. Nick's right? fun house. Nick's yeah. fun house, which is for sale right now. And it, it, the pictures online don't do it justice. Yeah, that's it's a, a beautiful excellent game. machine. But on top of that, he's an excellent. He, he knows electronics really well. So his claim to fame is that um, he's a computer uh, software engineer. Um, he has what, like nine patents? He's got 37 patents with 37 Apple. 37 with Apple. Wow. That's impressive. That. We got to have Nick on the show, too. Yeah, so, Nick so, is so, great. He's a wow. very, very interesting person, extremely intelligent, and he's self taught on everything. And oh, wow. I tell you, with electromechanical games, he can make it work to perfection. I mean, there's, I, I, you know, I, I don't know a whole lot of people that, that, that can do that type of work. Um, and there may be people better than him, but I tell you what, he's probably going to be one of the top people. And uh, so I've done his fun house and also his taxi. Yeah, that taxi is absolutely stunning as well. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, um, so um, basically, that's uh, that's it as far as the cabinetry goes and um, and and finishing them up. But when they come out, um, they're just they just look really nice. And and my thing about pinball is that you know what, <clears throat> I couldn't charge enough money. Right. To, to, to do these cabinets, really. I, w I would literally have to charge somebody two or $3,000 right. to do something like that. I usually charge about $700. but And I don't have, you know, I also have a life and, and a full-time job, but I do this on the side. So my thing is if somebody comes to me and says, oh, George, this machine that I have is one that I, I grew up as a kid playing pinball, and I really need this. I, I, don't, I can't find anybody to do it. And it's like, oh, okay, I'll do it for you. <laughs> you know? and, and so... Uh, this is how it goes, but you know, more and more, uh, I'm just you know trying to uh, find time in order to to do more pinball machines and and get it out there as a restoration to, so that it lasts another forty years for the next generation of pinball players. Awesome, yeah. So it's a labor of love. 
Exactly. Awesome. So again, that uh, your Facebook page is Will Work for Pinball. And uh, everybody here in the room, I believe, has seen George's work. And it's really, you have to see it. And go online, go to Facebook, and check out Will Work for Pinball. And look at the photos of his cabinet restorations. Because um, they're top-notch. You, you just, you, you can't miss out on that. Do you have anything else you want to throw in on that? Um, no, I think that's about it. Okay. Anybody have any questions for me? I'm... I think it's... No, I've seen your work. So We've all seen your work, so it speaks for itself. And Brian here is great with color matching, so we, we did a, uh, a whirlwind for, for yeah, Henry. The one I broke. The one that, one that fell off the truck. Yes. <laughs> we, I, we got that never remember. happened. Bro's got my back. That never back. happened. So. Yeah. Nobody so. can prove it happened. It didn't happen. Actually, yeah, at this point, you really can't. <laughs> right, because it looks thing. good. So, awesome, man. Thanks for sharing that, yeah, and thanks time. for coming on the show. Well, thanks yeah. for having me. Absolutely, man. We've got to get everybody on it. It's been too long since... Uh... And I want everybody to know that I'm not just here to, to promote this cabinet. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I, I'm here because everybody in this room, we're my friends, and we're all part of CCPL. Yeah. And um, we have a great time uh, hanging out with each other and just having a great time. And, and that's part of it. It's, yeah, it's here for the scotch. Yeah, exactly. For the scotch. <laughs> so, yes, I, I, I got a whole bunch of scotch. Uh, some I already had. Some I got for my birthday. Some I got for Christmas. Nice. Because my birthday's 10 days before Christmas. Happy Oh, I want to mention our new sponsor. Uh, that would be Chico's Bell Bonds, uh, serving the uh, Inland Empire and the Valley since 1976. Chico's Bell Bonds, let freedom ring. <laughs> so now we're on the Brian. Okay, you know there's some pinhead out there who drives by a Chico's Bell Bond. Probably. They're sponsoring the show. Wow. Yeah. So email us at the spinner is lit at gmail.com if you know what movie that's from. And you get a free taco. And you get a free taco. So uh, many tacos. Virtual tacos. From Taco Bell. May, may not actually get free tacos. Boys so, are prohibited by law. Brian <laughs> has the epic score. Score. Woo! Score. Woo! Woo! So Brian, woo. the floor is yours. Tell us about your epic score. So it was the uh, Saturday after Thanksgiving, you know. Middle of a long weekend and everything, we're all kind of winding down, goofing around. And about 11:30 at night, I hop on the old email because it's Saturday night. I'm a single man, so yeah, I'm sitting at home online. Um, and the email Porn. pops up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I would, but my data can't support it. Oh, <laughs> so you know, I go Short on the stream, like, huh? <laughs> 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 it was going on. <laughs> It's cold out. So, Maybe it's cold outside. Uh, there's an email from a, a gentleman saying, you know, Merry Christmas, and I have three free games to give away, first come, first serve. And I was about a half hour late, threw in my hat, you know, hey, send me emails that I will take all three and I'll pick them up. No problem. Wasn't expecting to hear anything. Then him and I started exchanging emails. He's like, well, you know, what, you know, just, hey, what do you have? This is what I have. Okay, well, when do you want to pick them up? Whenever you want, you know, to the point where I was ready to say, about this point, it's about midnight, 1230. I'll come right now. I'll wake up Dan, and we'll go get three games. I was not asleep, by the way. Uh, so I start, I start emailing, texting Dan back, and say, hey, man, those three games, I, I think I got them. And Dan, being uh, the level-headed person that I know sometimes, is like, hey, man, I'm not going to count until they're in the truck. I was like, well, we're picking them up tomorrow at 9 a.m., and... Uh, he comes over at about, what, 8, 8.30? He's like, I, I couldn't sleep. I, I was on the road at like 7 o'clock, man. Like, I couldn't sleep at all with visions of free games dancing in my head. And Brian sounded <laughs> real confident 
and I was just like, oh man, you know, so I, I texted him and I was like, all right, man, I'm on the way. And he's like, oh, we don't have to be there till nine. I'm like, too late. I'm in the truck. <laughs> so Dan hops over, uh, you know, we go get some supplies. Uh, I eat breakfast and a couple of straps and stuff like that. And uh, our good buddy, Adam Presler is like, hey, you know, if you want to roll, let's go. And we get there and we, we hop in Dan's truck and we, we pull up and the guy's really nice. Uh, he had him lined up in the hallway. Wow. And we just started loading them up. There was no question. There was nothing like, oh, well, you know, this thing was broken. Free games. Who cares what they look like? Right. You know, we're loading these things How up. How often do you get free pinball games? Sorry to interrupt. Never. Yeah. Um, Rarely. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, especially for the condition that these were in, right? Yeah. Well, they're all working games? Well, no. They, well, they're, 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 they're all they, games. They boot. They're all complete. They, they, they boot. Right. You know, okay. the, the ad said. That's half the battle. Yeah. The ad <laughs> said, you, you got know, it. The, the ad said none of the games work right. Some are missing major assemblies. Etc. Etc. Uh, we get them home. You know, we unload. It's starting to pour rain, and we're just we're moving. We had all three games in the garage in about ten or fifteen minutes. And usually with Dan and I, ten or fifteen minutes, eh, we got the lift out by the truck. We're good. We're yeah. good. Uh, <laughs> I need another beer. Yeah, we load them up. We get them into the garage. You know, uh, we ended up having to drill all the locks out. No big deal. Who cares? Uh, and I put a fan in the heavy metal meltdown, let it dry out because that's the game that got the wettest. And we, we pop it on, and lo and behold, you know, fires up, and it starts, but none of the coils, none, none no coils. Don't know. I haven't even looked at it since. Uh, Riverboat Gambler, we pulled the batteries out, and that game actually played, except for, what, the right flipper didn't work? Yeah, which and is probably something stupid. Stupid. And then the drop, the four, one of the four-bank drop targets, the reset bar broke in half. Mm. It's metal, which, which is, is just, just like seriously. How does that how happen? Does that happen? Uh, and then the Black it. Rose, which we just finally popped open last week, is probably the one that's going to need the most work, but it's still in good shape. Uh, it just ended up being a real cool score, and the guy was really nice about it. Uh, we posted in a couple places, and everyone's interested in heavy metal meltdown. But that's the one I'm like, this is cool as shit. I love hair hair metal. Lots I remember listening when I was a kid. <laughs> Uh, Unless you have a strange science, then we can talk. If you have a strange science or a Blackwater 100, we can talk. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was one of those things. It finally happened. We had a good score. You know, Dan helped out big time. So Dan got a nice free game for two thousand dollars worth of gas because his SRT 10 drinks <laughs> like a style. Yeah, yeah I basically, I basically, I basically <laughs> broke even on that deal. Hey Brian, I got a truck too. <laughs> I think it's better gas mileage. Uh, Probably. You know what? It was great. The guy was really nice. He just he basically wanted them gone. He had been a long-term member of the SPG, I guess, about eight years ago when they broke. He put an email out. I I actually went back and searched in the archives. I couldn't find it, but that doesn't mean a thing. And they're gonna clean up. They're gonna clean up the nice, nice free games. And it was it was fun. They're still in my garage, slowly but surely getting stuff done. I got a half dozen other projects going on right now. And a ball bowler you need to get moved. Todd, come pick up your ball bowler. We I'm love working, you, Todd. I'm working on Henry's uh, Data East Star Trek. Just got my, my kid's pachinko machine working for Christmas. Awesome. Yes. Uh, got Roadshow finally figured out. Nice. Funhouse needs some resistor. It just projects up, up to here. Yeah, because I got three games that are halfway working right now. I got to get to. <laughs> and, and, uh, and the uh, uh, Area 51. But so. it was a great, it was a great story. It was a great trip. Um, and you know, the very next week, we went and helped Adam pull a really sweet pitching bat out of his uh, uncle's basement in Galt. It was the most '70s basement I've ever seen. Oh, it's so good. I just wanted to live down there. 
It was great. <laughs> yeah, dark, I, I can see Brian with a sleeping bag and a pillow. Oh, yeah. No, Carpet. no, no, no. I slept on the pool table. Oh, that's excellent. Um, I'm moving so, in. We'll have to have Adam to talk about that. That's really his story. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we got a great score, and they're gonna, you know, the games are gonna take a little bit of money and some elbow grease, but they're gonna, they're gonna work. Nice. Uh, nothing, nothing was major, and so far, I think the only thing when you, you said major assembly missing is the boom box for heavy metal meltdown has to be basically glued and screwed into the front panel. Where I'm gonna have to make, and that's gonna take some. A thin piece of wood and a router table. Well, yeah, we can help that. If we only I knew someone who knew how to build pinball machine cabinets. Yeah, I will need help with that. Yeah. That's the one thing I, I need some work on. But but the play field, the cabinet. They're all decent. That, they're, they're, all all de decent. they're all decent. I mean, they all look really good. Yeah, and they, the price was right. The price, yeah. price was right. And <laughs> the guy undersold the condition. You know, I was expecting a little bit more Rough. roughness around the edges. But uh, I, think Dan, well, sitting I, think, well, I think Dan will agree. It's just... They look great. Like on his, the black oh, rose yeah, he man. got. It was fantastic. The black like, rose he got, we thought the cabinet got was it's not faded. You get up close. Oh, we repainted it. But once you're this far away, it looks great. It's yes, it's a ten, it's a ten job. foot, ten miles an hour cabinet. Right? Yeah, it's we were both pleasantly surprised. So if anybody's looking for a black rose, Dan, <laughs> Dan might have one or two for sale. You could link them up. There you go. See you see the ships. Uh, see, that's my theory. On that does it now, there's exactly. Are, there are actually people all over the country that listen to the show and in other countries, interestingly enough. Thank you, I'm all sick. you wonderful listeners. I know. Yes. Uh, um, SPG is Sacramento Pinball Group, and it was started how many years ago, Brian? 2002 or 2003. And it's it's a, a news group. Um, that's Yahoo, how, right? Yeah. Through Yahoo, Yahoo news groups. groups. Yeah. By Hector. By, Hector Villalobos. In which, really? you know, shout out to Hector and family, Adrian. Way to go, Adrian. Uh, that kid's a pinball expert. That kid, he just makes me feel Inadequate? Stupid. Inadequate, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, so, he's so good. And he's doing no, he is. He's a monster. And, uh, he is, baby. Go to their house and see how many high scores. Oh, he's got them all. Yeah. Well, his dad might have one or two. No, he has a few on him. Hector so, has yeah, a few Hector's a very good player. He is a very good Hector player. Hector and yeah. Adrian, yeah, I enjoy playing with them a lot. Yeah, they're both great, great, just great guys and, and great pinball players. I play with them so on every game day. Um, so we... Weren't we part of the Yahoo group, and then we moved over to Slack? Is that the way it worked? Um, well, Slack's just its own little modern entity. But, um, <laughs> you know, Sacramento Pinball Group's still going, and Brian booted it over to Facebook because the old Yahoo groups is going away. It's going yeah. away to the dinosaurs. So it's it, moved over to Facebook, thanks to Brian. It's modernized. Yeah, it was just something that they, so no one else could take it. I had no intentions of it taking over or anything like that. I was like, hey, yeah, I'm going to take it so no one else can get it. So if we want to use it, we can. It's there. Fine. And, um, it definitely wasn't like we were, there was no idea behind it replacing anything. Yeah, but eventually Yahoo Groups is going. Away. Yeah, and it's a real bummer, but you know what? That's the SPG has been on a very long and slow death spiral. Um, it doesn't get used too much anymore. Yeah, I'll be surprised if when the Yahoo Group goes, the SPG lives the on. The group doesn't go with it. Like It's yeah. not like there's really a dedicated group anymore. It's just sort of a mailing list. Yeah. But it used to be like, you know, we would have monthly or bi-monthly or quarterly um, get-togethers and, you know, we would take turns hosting and it was, it was cool. I mean, it was a social group. I mean, the, the yeah. nicest way to say it was a social group. It right? got, it got too big for a lot of the guys I know. met. Initially, I met through SPG, uh, you know, Sparky and uh, Steve Faith, uh, Maverick, yeah. you know, Hector. Yeah. I met all those guys. I've 
It kind of met you through there, but then also on Tim's side. So, and then the shows. So what well, if you want, like, some. The post office. Yeah, some weird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny because we live, like, what, like a mile and a half from each other? If so, you want, like, some weird we find... history, like, SPG, uh, the barbecue thing started because it was the SPG barbecue. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And it, it evolved from we used to do an SPG after party at Steve's house in Davis. Which was, of course, difficult to host after running the show for three days once the show kind of came under the SPG's control. Right. And, and that was so, Pentagogo. Pentagogo, yeah. 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 Okay. And so, yeah, the, the Sparky Barbecue sort of replaced that. And, of course, it completely, I think that it was kind of responsible for the explosion of the group. Once everybody caught on to what we were doing, they wanted to be involved. And we went from it being, you know, I don't know, 15, 20 people it was to a, having yeah. hundreds of members. Oh, yeah. God, I took one like, of those pictures, a, and there must have been a couple months. 60 people. It, 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 it couple exploded. Um, oh, yeah. When I joined, I think I was like the 12th person to join. Uh, you, we, we'd do, it was the, I think it was the first Thursday of every month. And every time, then, you know, 10, 15 people would show up, and every other time, then nobody showed up. You know, there's a couple times I showed up like at an old member Damon's house. And it'd be like me, Damon, like and an old guy named James Eads would show up. We'd yeah, play, James, he's the man. Yeah, we'd play three or four games, and we just we were out in the garage talking all night. Uh, it was very, very low key. More people got involved as uh, more people got involved in the hobby as it slowly picked up steam. Because back then there was hardly anybody involved. Right. You know, Ron Chan got involved because I ran into him at Clippy's house one time. Oh wow! And you know, it 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 jumped from there. Um, and you know the biggest I think the biggest turnout we had for any SPG event was the Big Bang Barbecue when Todd got his Big Bang Bar. Oh nice. And the place was that was the, that was the apex. Like yeah. that was huge. Wow. And like in Todd it's Todd always thing, is it's like, hey man, I'm opening up my Big Bang Bar, come over. Well the thing about Todd's thing too was It was his, so organic and so yes. uh, you know, what, what even when I first got involved, it was so organic and just so grassroots. And it still is. Go ahead, Dad. <laughs> the so bird do, is launched. So how do we how do we the navigate the word. SPG group now? I think it's dead within what? What is it, Dan? Like what? The fifth or the it's dead like in under a week. Uh, you can't join Yahoo groups without an invitation anymore. If you'd like to be involved in SPG and you live in Northern California or someplace surrounding and can be a contributing member, find the Facebook group and and hook up there and answer the dumb questions. We can. The Facebook we, group is. Sacramento Pinball. Sacramento Pinball. I'll send you an invite. We can get, we okay. can get you onto the SPG mailing list by invitation. Tax free pinball in the capital. Tax free pinball in the capital city. For now. Our most bitter debate was whether we should keep the tagline or not. Oh yeah. There like, was a big fight about. We, it. There was a schism. Like we were fighting really? about it. Some people thought it was stupid, and some people are like, "I love it. It's fine. It's great. It's here." They very, asked Hector. They said, "Why did you say that?" And he's like, "Well, because it asked me to say something, so I just came up with something." <laughs> I love it. It's cool because it, it's on the shirt. Yeah, it was great. So, and you could actually buy the shirt still on Can one you? of those t one of those t shirt sites where they make shirts and mugs and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. I forget that I was looking for because I always wanted one of the bowling shirts. I've been meaning to order one of the t shirts. I just haven't. Got yeah, we did a short run of those at one point. And we, People still wear ones. I wear mine when I can remember. I still see them every year at the shows. Yeah, the the big them. problem is on the shows, well, it's hot. And that's another shirt on. It's like, man, shorts, t-shirt, I need a bowl shirt on. But yeah, and my, my physique's too pasty white to just wear that. Like, I'll blind people. So, no. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, if you're in Northern California, you're interested, 
send an email and we'll, we'll take care of you. Nice. Um, unfortunately, you know, we do try to keep to Northern California. We've had a couple people sneak in from the East Coast trying to find deals, and uh, they've been booted. We'll um, also accept the, the we'll also accept the Northwest and Eastern Nevada. Yeah, so Will, if you're listening, <laughs> join up. James is still a member. You know, we're pretty open, but we like to keep it on the West Coast. Yeah, uh, anywhere in, in Northern California, through the Bay Area, Monterey, like that. Yeah. Um, Did we have people out there? I think are members. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised I'm not a member. I just signed up. Uh, there's actually we have a thing. You, you read the bylaws. It says no Alex's allowed. Oh. Oh, we have one. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah that's so unless fun. you bring pizza. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I'll accept you when I can. Tonight, it'll get done tonight. Yeah, yeah, Ryan, post too many updates. You remember the, the SPG ball map and Pepperidge Farm remembers. No, that was Pepperidge Farm remembers. Okay, Alex, you have a trip report. I do have a trip report. Trip report. Well, if anybody. Today's trip report is brought to you by Dad's Kitchen yeah. off of Freeport Boulevard. Right next to the Freeport They got Bakery. some, yeah, oh yes. They got some great beers on tap. Good they have excellent food. Awesome people. Awesome True. Yep. Super good food. And a diner, a high speed, and a cyclone, <laughs> courtesy of Lauren Drown, a.k.a. 7 Alarm Pinball. Nice. Lauren's a good dude and a good off. Shout out to Lauren and all of his games. Yeah, and he also does Lauren. Woodstocks and uh, Cider House. So Woodstocks and Davis and Cider House, if you've ever gone to those two places. What are the rules at Cider House? Uh, <laughs> drink a bunch of cider. <laughs> Ho! So Alex, I have a question for you. How, how are the machines? Because a lot of times operators' machines can yeah, be hit and a miss. What do you the, the machines They're... at Dad's are definitely a yes. Okay. 100%. Very, very nice. Very, very nice for uh, being old games, too, especially. Yeah, the high speed has a play field protector on it. Uh, the Cyclone has strong flippers, and you can easily hit the jackpot shots. Uh, and the Diner plays like butter. Nice. And those are those are all fun games, too. Those are ones you don't see out too much nope. anymore. Um, diner, I haven't seen Lord's Diner, but usually like 90% of those, unless they were diamond-plated. Have issues around the, the inserts for for Boris and right. folks. Cyclone's probably the best of the late model single ball games that oh, they yeah. ever did. Yeah. Uh, and even though the shots game? are repeating, it's still one it's of the best fun. games. It's super fun. It's, a fantastic it's super. Game. It's such a fun game. It's yeah. probably my favorite out of the Comet trilogy. Oh yeah. I mean, what's it's like Cruising World. Yeah. You know, think of the Cruising trilogy. And I don't think I haven't seen a diner. Do you know anybody else that has a diner? Uh, uh, a couple no, guys ago. No. I know Lauren. Lauren does. Yeah. Both does. Both does. Um, yeah. Richards, Richards used to have one. I don't know if he still does. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's one of those games. It's, they're rare, kind of. They're they're super fun. I remember playing the. I remember playing it when I was a kid at the bowling alley. They always had one. Is it the most racist pinball ever? Yeah, I'd say stereotypical. <laughs> Actually, it's not. Comment, I thought was. No, there's one more racist. Oh gosh. We'll go back to that. Um, it's a great game, and what more can you say about high speed? You know, it's. It's the, it's the Steve Ritchie classic. It's a classic. It's yeah. absolutely fun. And Lauren's high speed he got from Izzy, and it plays like butter. It used okay, to be so Izzy's, Izzy's high speed. Yeah, Izzy's stuff is top drawer. Isn't Black Knight really the Steve Ritchie classic? Yeah, I will say high that. speed no. yeah. over Black Knight. High, high speed over Black Knight. But Black high speed Knight was the first game to have a jackpot segue? shot. No, huh? <laughs> is that a segue? <laughs> I, no, it's no. not yet. Not no, no, yet. that's okay. wrong. No, the progressive what it is. Progressive jackpot. Yes. Kind of like Taxi. I made my scotch really stiff tonight. Taxi? Yeah. Taxi. Taxi. So, yeah. Taxi. It's right near Super Bowl. Taxi. It's near Eric. It's right near Izzy. 
It's a great, it's a so great. So we need to stop by the bakery, then Daz, then over your place for the next episode. Yeah, yeah. and then go see Izzy because he's right. right. too. Izzy. Yep. And you have a second location. I do. My friends uh, operate games at the drive-ins. They're not really pinball people. They're normally into that Dance Dance Revolution and crap. Let's but, do the yaw! Yep, which I know your wife loves. She does. Um, so shout out to Jamie. Uh, you married up, sir. Woo! Ow. So there is a new place, and they are going to have two pinballs. Kind of close to Spencer's house, but I have a feeling I'm kind of helping them out run the arcade a little bit. Not entirely, though, but uh, it's a Monster Mini Golf. And they're going to be the new owners starting New Year's Day. And uh, they've already put all their stuff in. They kicked a, a former, they kicked patent vending out. And, uh, that sucks. No shit. A pile of quarters that used to be your dad's dollar bills. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, they were not under contract with uh, Monster Mini Golf. So with new owners taken in, it really helps. And what's the location? It's, uh, it's right over in the Nimbus uh, Shopping Center. Kind of by the fish hatchery. It's Folsom Boulevard and Hazel. There is a, it's by Cattleman's. There is a Old Spaghetti Factory inside. And a brewery. And a Port Rock Brewery, which has great beer. Excellent. So you can grab a beer and play some mini golf. Don't they have pinballs at the brewery also? I don't, I think the toy store, I don't know if the toy store is still there anymore. Oh, shit. Yeah. Last time I was there. We're talking about expand, we don't know if we're doing this yet, but we're talking about expanding the game room too, even. Oh, nice. We don't know yet, though, so don't. All right. So, um, don't so tell they nobody. have a. Yeah. Okay. Gonna, everybody so... keep it on the DW or the DL. Yeah. Here, so. Yeah. 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 The doctor who Just under. between us. <laughs> keep it so, on the are they going to have redemption games? Oh, they already. Oh, yeah. They have redemption games. Nice. Uh, it's a cool one. It's called Holy uh, Water. You my, head in and you're good with Jesus. My, my favorite one is Elvis. <laughs> yeah. This Elvis <laughs> plush. <laughs> no, my son, my son Malcolm loves Monster Mini Golf. He loves to go in there. Well, he'll love it even more now that there's pinball, maybe. Because they play, it's indoor mini golf, and it's all, like, uh, glow-in-the-dark. Uh, it's, it's being so run by good people there. now. All right. Um, and they have a Jurassic Park Pro, which I just did the code update for a week ago. Nice. Which code is it? Uh, the latest. Which is? 9-6. That's what I thought. Yep. Or and then right. they're going <laughs> to, starting mid-January maybe, they're going to get a Stern Wars. So they're going to have two pinballs there. Talking about Get a Stranger Wars. Things. I don't know if they'll get a Stranger Things. No, that's our next topic, you know. Black is not. They're just is. aiming for two pinballs. Where do they go? If they get five. We'll start having uh, Legion tournaments there. Oh, nice. Maybe, yeah. Okay, tell them we'll start uh, doing it. For a small maybe, yeah. investment. But I'm, I'm, I'm really starting, the scotch is starting to kick in, so you think don't pay in too much. You can pay no. If you spend $30,000 on We may, on we may get beer there, too. You can make upwards of $30. Right. That's right. <laughs> so... We're gonna talk. We're gonna we're gonna segue with that. Unless you have anything else, Alex. that's it. And we're gonna start talking about what's new. What's new in pinball? What have? is new in pinball? Okay, we'll we'll go in quick order here. Who First wants up, to know what's new in pinball? Rick and Morty pinball. Boom! Chuckle pinball. They that went on a sale pinball. what a week ago, ten days ago. Sold they out in two hours. Sold out, sold out what, in two hours. Uh, they actually sold. Yeah, it was it was just under four hours. Oh, so my bad. Uh, there may be now. Now, Spooky Pinball itself is sold out of their run. There may be a few distributors that may have one or two here or there. Talk to your local distributor. Get online. Good luck. Did they we didn't win one. Seven hundred and fifty units. Yeah. Um, what's really it, a couple of key points about the game? Scott Denisi, you know him. You love him from Total Nuclear Annihilation. 
This is his second game. Also, the creators of the show, the names I forget, it's the Scott. Well, I would have forgot them anyway, but you get the idea. Um, <laughs> they do all the voices. They're doing custom call-outs, both a family mode and an adult mode. So if you know the show Rick and Morty, you know it's going to get a little salty. I think it's Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland, there thank you. you. Sounds right. So uh, you can look at the teaser trailer and the game trailer on uh, YouTube. Um, this thing is going to be a slam dunk out of the park. It looks fun as hell. Uh, unique layout. The left slingshot is not a slingshot. It's a pop bumper. And it has wow. a little thing called a slam. A slam. You spell slam. And, and the inlays and outlines, and there you, know, you can flip them and adjust them. And when you do that, and you hit the pop bumper, if it goes the down pop, the middle, it'll save your ball. It'll, it's a ball save. <laughs> nice. Coming off, so, of, coming off uh, to the left inlay is the uh, uh, anti gravity device. No, that's the right. It's right a magna save, and the button is on the right side oh. of the cabinet, like an original or Black Knight two thousand. No, off the left lane, you have um, a ball return from the uh, the time portal, the portal, the, the portal, portal. Jim Martin and Reno is getting one, so shout out to Jim Martin. Shout out to Jim Martin and Reno. We'll probably hear more about that when Mark calls. Yep. Does call. Uh, so it's got a full scope to the house. You shoot uh, left orbit, goes into the garage, which is the portal, just like in the TV show. Got all kinds of cool features. Don't the take our word for Nisi it. The Lock 2.0. 2.0. It's, it's a horseshoe with two lit drop targets. The drop targets are under plates of lit. Which is really cool. So you can lock two balls up there or three? I don't know. I think two balls, and yeah. there's a up to four ball multi ball, I believe. And then there's like a post thing. And yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of crazy stuff. Like there's Scott, a lot of crazy stuff. Scott is going gonna, is gonna to put some shit into this game. Three like flipper it's, game. It's more, it's more than, you know, it's more than you're ready for, especially considering that uh, it's, it's a spooky game. Yeah. Not that spooky doesn't make good games. It, right. Interesting this is, I side think, note. This is up. This is upping the game for spooky. In terms oh, and of then some. And then some. I think it's gone even by, by beyond their expectations. Interesting side note is, uh, if you don't know who Project Pinball is by now, you should. They're a wonderful organization. What they do is they put pinball machines in children's hospitals and Ronald McDonald houses. And how they do this is they raffle off pinball machines. They had a Rick and Morty raffle. I bought a ticket. Uh, I called my lovely wife, Rusty. Had her get the ticket for me. I was at work. Uh, normally, for any game, it takes about three weeks on average for them to sell out 200 <laughs> tickets. These sold out in uh, just over two hours. Wow. So, yeah. What so, were the tickets? Uh, $85. Wow. So even though I didn't win, one in two hundred chance. One in two hundred chance. That's a pretty. That's those are good odds. Yeah, and it goes towards a good crowd. It goes towards a great crowd. So even though I didn't win the game, I still won. Boo! But I still won (laughs) because somewhere out there is a family at a Ronald McDonald house with a sick family member or a children's hospital, and that's going to put a smile on somebody's face when they're dealing with a real challenge in life right now. And uh, so, like the Stern Pro models are fifty bucks a ticket. You're going to blow 50 bucks on drinks or dinner or coffee and cigarettes or whatever. Blow 50 bucks on something really worthwhile. 
take a chance on winning a pinball machine. I love you, Spencer. I love you too, man, but not in a sick or jailhouse way, but two more drinks and we'll talk. <laughs> Did somebody say $50 blow? You you a Navy veteran. Any port in the storm, boys and girls, you just close your eyes and pretend it's a girl. Um, <laughs> sometimes we're lucky there's a storm in that port. There you go. Hello. Uh, hello. Dark and stormy little, port. Get a little salty. So, uh, so that's just kind of the overview. Uh, keep checking. They're going to be doing a gameplay video in the next couple, three weeks. Um, SpookyPinball.com. Uh, you know, you can find it, YouTube. Um, let's move on to uh, Stern Pinball, which a huge kudos and shout-outs to the guys at Stern Pinball. They officially released the game on December 23rd, Stranger Things Pinball, Netflix Stranger Things, and had it in people's homes <laughs> and in distributors' warehouses the same day. Insane. Not just in America, but throughout the world. Through Insane. Europe, and I don't know about Australia, but I know... They're already shipping them. They're already released. It, they're already released. Yeah. People in the United Kingdom <laughs> had them on the 23rd. So, Stranger Things. Uh, Pro Pretty model, strange. Pro Model, Premium LE. Dan, you want to take over? I gotta go hit a cigarette. What? <laughs> Pro Model, go. I'm, I'm food in my mouth. This never stopped you before. Uh, it's Attack from Mars, but with a teenage girl with a nosebleed. And a, and, a, and a naughty hand in the middle with a whole... But wait a minute, who de who designed it? Brian uh, Eddy. Brian, Brian Eddy. Who's back after how long? 25-something years. Yeah, Brian Eddy. 22. You know Brian Eddy's games? Uh, 22. The Shadow, yeah, Attack from yes. Mars, Medieval, and Medieval, Medieval Madness. Madness. So 97 was his last pinball game he's yeah. been doing. Uh, he's been doing video games. He did Arctic Thunder. He did Arctic Thunder. Great game, by the way. Oh, I love Arctic Thunder. Uh, so he he's back. Going uh, off as it. Now, let's go into the premium LE because that's got the most awesome features, but bang for your buck is the pro. Uh, Brian, go. I'm looking forward to playing all of them. Um, I'm, not, I'm withholding anything. They both they all look fun. I like Attack from Mars. I like Medieval Madness. This looks cool. I really want to see how that projector works. I think that's going to be pretty cool. I think that uh, makes it a very game. unique idea, so I'm really yeah. looking forward to seeing it. It's Stranger Things. What do you expect? I've never seen the show. I've never watched you it. Love it. You would love Blasphemy. it. Blasphemy. I haven't had internet at my house since it's November of last year. Oh, okay. No. And I just, I don't watch television. So, so, so you get your did force. anyone else check out the Jack Danger? Oh, I don't. I haven't seen all of it yet. Not yet. I watched like the first hour of it. The game itself looks really good. Like it looks like what you expect the Brian Eddy game to look like. I mean, almost to a fault. I know a lot of people have said that the, uh, the layout's not very imaginative. <laughs> it's a but that's because out. Attack from Mars is kind of the arch-typical fan layout. Yeah, it's, it's a fan layout. And so two yeah. ramps. You've got right. Your, you've got your left lane. You've got your ramp. You've already got your left orbit. You got your ramp. You got your left lane. Uh, you have a fold down, like a build. It looks like a building, and it folds down. And there's a center bash toy that actually has like a hole that you can shoot the ball up into. Somebody, I don't know who this sick fuck is, but they called it the flashlight. <laughs> it's the Debbie, if, if you know the, the Debbie show, Gorgon. it's Debbie a Gorgon. Debbie Gorgon. Um, now on the pro, it just looks like the uh, the building, right. and then the... it mirrors on the right side. Uh, on the far left, you have a saucer you can shoot the ball up into. If the ball lands in that saucer, it'll fire it up into the drop targets in the middle. Or there's four drop targets in the dead middle that you can knock down and then shoot through. And when it plunges, it plunges up into those drop targets. 
which does have the potential to suck because that's kind of you know kind of like star wars star wars (laughs) but uh the stream i mean obviously the guys playing the game are super good pinball players so who knows what the uh layman's gonna see but they didn't seem to be having too much problem with it and you have to to figure that things on the earliest of early code yeah yeah, it's on point like six eight and already has the pro model which has already been delivered um and the premium le coming soon uh has already got like uh 12 modes six for each season i believe it is yeah it's got basically like so i'm assuming everybody knows how attack works right so when you hit like a lane three times it starts like a little mini sort of like a hurry up you know atomic blaster or mars needs women or something like that um well in this game each of like if you hit the three shots to that it starts a mode based on the show right and it, you know plays a clip and it has the voices so it looks really really cool and then then you play out your and, mode. and they've got an important note thank you for bringing that up is they've got all the assets they've got video and audio from the first two seasons because the whole game is based on the first two seasons right and they also have uh, are going to have call outs from the actor who plays uh, the, Hopper. the Hopper, Sheriff uh, Hopper. The, the Sheriff Hopper, um, calling, calling in from Russia. David Harbor. Yeah, is that it? Thank yeah. you, David Harbor. Um, yeah. If you haven't yeah. seen the show, I just started watching a couple weeks ago. My kids love it, it's and I'm great. catching up. It is great. If you grew up in the 80s, you're going to love the nostalgia because yeah. it takes place in the 80s. Um, the premium and LE model, the screen and the ramps and the drop targets the and spinner. the spinner are the all just, yeah, the stand-ups are all plain white because it's a first in pinball. It's an actual projector that will project images onto all these things. And that's the ramps, strange. On, on, the, on the ramps, on the ramps, the stand-ups, the drop targets, it's a very strange thing. So it's gonna. I'm looking forward to see what they do with it. Now on code is Lonnie Rop, Lonnie Rop, and um, the art. I don't. Okay, so I know the art. It's done by like not a famous illustrator, but he's definitely very franchi like. Yeah, like yeah. where he does like that more photo. It has that movie poster, TV movie show, poster, like right, cool look. like that Drew Struzman style, but it's definitely not Drew Struzman because yeah, I forget his name. But what's money. the other uh, Mike Vinicor, who was really awesome yeah. and shared some great stories with us at the dinner at Golden State Pinball Festival last year? Yeah. Uh, one of them about Attack from Mars. Uh, so he's also on code, and of course uh, Brian Eddy himself before designing, was writing code for pinball games. So the code on this, from what I'm understanding, uh, when finished, maybe not the Pro, but definitely the Premium LE, are supposed to have upwards of 50 modes. They could definitely do a lot, considering you've got the screen and the projector. Right. I mean, realistically, when they they come out with Season 4, they could just roll that in on the projector. And yeah. add in modes that are support season four. Exactly. Yeah. Or season well, three I think well. rights wise, they only have the first two seasons. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. But but I mean, it's really nice to see that they've got all they the could. assets because yeah. and we're going to talk about Jurassic Park later. Fantastic game, but there's almost no assets. Generic Park. Generic Park. It's still but a no. Great it's game. like Stranger Things. <coughs> Stranger Things looks really really cool. Yeah. So, uh, great can't, theme. Can't wait to play it. Yeah, me neither. One of the things about uh, about Stranger Things. 
Now, I'm not as techy as you guys are with uh, knowing who designed it. And all I'm just stuff. a simple caveman. I'm yeah. just a ca simple caveman. But my, point being, <laughs> my point being that, that Stranger Things has come out, and my kids really love that show. Right. But we like it, too, because it has some nostalgia from back in the cars that they're driving. It's back from the 70s and 80s and such. And so what's happening is that this particular pinball machine is now transcending from generation to the next generation. And I hope that we have more machines like that. Because yeah. if you think about it, all the machines that we've been playing are from back in our day. Yeah. And if, they, if we want to keep the younger generation into the whole pinball scene... This is a way of doing it. Yeah, well, we yeah. One of the most amazing way. things about both this and Rick and Morty, and Rick and Morty, unfortunately, is very limited release. But Stranger Things, you know, Stern's going to sell as many as people want to buy, is that they are contemporary themes, you know. Right. And it's the same. Like, Stern's good about that. You know, we've had Game of Thrones. We've had Walking Dead. They were all, you know, pretty much still in their prime when they got games. These are games that will go out there. People will see just the fact that it says Stranger Things on it. And be like, oh, I've got to give that a yeah, try. Yeah, let's they'll put let's a dollar throw 50, in. Let's yeah. throw a buck into this. Yeah. Thing now, I don't know if ten years down the road anyone's going to give a shit. Right. You know, it's not Ghostbusters, but yeah. it is something that like people will see and people will want to try, and it'll it'll get people to play on the strength of its theme. The good news is, is that with you know an all time bonafide classic design team and uh, effect team, yeah. it's going to be uh, a really a really strong player as well. I right. think. Uh, well, you know, the other thing too is that I had mentioned this earlier about when doing the cabinet restoration and stuff is that is that you know machines that you had you used to play when you were a kid and now you were able to buy one and have it in your collection, one that you're never going to get rid of. Maybe that's going to happen with Stranger Things, and because it's going to bring mm -hmm. that type of of uh, of the youth generation into it all. Oh sure, yeah. Twenty years, twenty years down the road. Yeah. You know everything will be popular. Like right. you're getting to the point now where people are all like, "Man, did you play that Johnny Mnemonic? <laughs> that yeah. game is awesome." <laughs> where when when Brian and I got started with our pinball thing, like Johnny Mnemonic was like an eight hundred dollar machine because nobody played it. They just looked at the theme and were like. Fuck this. Yeah. Like, we don't want this terrible game sitting in our game room. Like, get rid of it. And, of course, you know, for low-buck guys like us, it's like, psh, that's music to our ears, you know. So, Stranger Things, you know, it's a $6,000 machine brand new. You know, it's probably never going to be an $800 machine. But no. I think it'll I think it'll have its day. It'll be great for operating. It'll be uh, a really, really good theme for them. I think that Stern will get some, some big sales on it. I can't wait to see in the flesh... Uh, a, a premium. Yeah. yeah. The Fleshlight. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, but, you know, what you do is you shoot the ball up in the Demogorgon has a hole in the middle of it, and yep. you shoot the ball up the ramp into the hole to kill the Demogorgon. It's yeah. in the hole. But is in there, the hole. Even, in even, the hole. Even taking a step back from all this stuff, is there yeah. a better time to be a pinhead than right now? No. no. There is not. No. No. <laughs> Uh, 1992. Well, wait a minute. Quantify that. Why? Even why? Tell us why. Because fucking, there were like four giant pinball machine manufacturers making like 10 games a year, and the games were all time bonafide classics. Well, okay. Adam Sandler. A lot of those that came out were stinkers. Yeah, they didn't become classics till many years later. Even looking back on it, they were they were better you than what we're doing now. You tell me, Back to the Future is a bonafide classic. I yeah. love Back to the Future, and back in like the day when that game came out, it was awesome. That's what Back I to the Eighties Cafe needs. 
Exactly. A Back to the Future pinball. They're opening the second location. Are they really? They are. Wow. It's called 80s flashback. But how, how many manufacturers are there of machines right now? I mean, we're, we're, well, real ones? Those yeah. pins are not earning okay. there at all. Okay. Am I getting ahead of ourselves? No, no, that's There's okay. One. We'll, we'll go ahead and start. Start. Every other manufacturer cranks out like OT. maybe one game a year, maybe two if you count a re-release. Yeah. You know. But still, we got and, Stern and, options. Hey, but I'm not trying to take anything yeah, away from what Stern accomplished this year. Stern, they released Danny like East. what? Five games? Right. Spooky and, and who else? Oh, no. Stern, American Jersey Pinball. Jack, Spooky, American. Yep. Yes. Uh, Chicago Gaming. Highway, who went away. Well, Highway's gone. Highway uh, but we still have. Dutch uh, went away. Yeah. Right. But we still have. Uh, J-Pop went away. Oh. Yeah. Well, he just came back as Deep Root. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but like in 1990s, right? You had at the same time, you had Williams and Bally. They were one company, but right. they were ginormous. <laughs> yeah. You had Data East. Yeah. And you had Gottlieb, and you had them working on a full time multi-release schedule basis. Yeah, Capcom. Capcom was, I don't think Capcom was making games in '92. I think that started a little bit. Like they sort of saw what was happening in '92, well, and by the time that yeah. they jumped in, it was like as the slide was beginning. Well, that and you know. Python, God rest his soul, going, hey, let's make a game about Adam and Eve and have total nudity and have them shoot the ball into Eve's vagina. <laughs> and let's show what the Japanese businessmen got. Yeah, and then they went, holy poop. We're closing this plant now. Yeah. We too low. That's really we too low, right? yep. Something wrong. Something wrong. Ding, 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 the best that will live ever forever on the, the, the prank, yeah. The Asian <laughs> channel two will never live that down. But no, yeah, you know this was we a great game for Stern, man. Like Stern, and again, it's the Stranger Things thing. Like was really crazy because Stern just sort of was like, "It's the end of the year. We're going to announce a surprise, new game and it's shipping." Yep. You know, it wasn't like one of these things where like we're going to announce a new game yeah. and like four months. six weeks later, yeah. Yeah, yeah, four months later, it's in your lo- it's in your right. local five order. years later. From what I hear, knock on wood. We're going to see Rick and Morty's out much sooner than we expect. Really? Apparently, Spooky is is moving on them. Nice. Like, Charlie's big thing was we are not going to announce a game before we're ready to start making it. I've seen pictures before Christmas. Yep. They already had cabinets yep, and were... fields ready. I've been ready to nice. drop you know, in the cabinet. So they're getting ready to ship. Soon. There were unexpected growing pains with uh, Rob Zombie right. that got worked through. And with Rick and Morty, they had their ducks in a row. So we're supposed to see those games sooner than we expect. So that's going to be pretty exciting. It's not going to be like a year later. I believe um, CoinOp possibly might be getting one. Not sure. CoinOp's getting one. No, I think I, I think no, Joe is for sure. No, CoinOp's no, getting one. Yeah. yeah. Talk to Joe. Some, somewhere is getting one. Yeah, CoinOp's getting one. Well, maybe it'll be, San, maybe it'll be San Francisco. Well, no, it's going to Sacramento. Are, Joe, we love you. Are, are you are you bringing yours to Golden State? My what? The Rick and Morty. No. You didn't win. All right. This is still in the rumor mill, but I'm going to throw it in anyway. Hot Wheels by American Pinball. It has to happen because I've already modified 400 Hot Wheels with LEDs to sell $200 each. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And the cool thing is I even got an aftermarket add-on for the game. It's a piece of track. 
So when someone's doing better, you just beat the shit out of them. Yeah! <laughs> I have issues with Hot Wheels. Because we all did that when we were kids. Yeah, I have wheels. issues with Hot Wheels because my parents used to whip me with a hot, my Hot Wheels trash when I was a kid. Oh, okay. To this day, I can't go through the Hot Wheels aisle at Walmart without sweating. I was going to say getting turned on. But hey, anyway, was, right, yeah. at least that. <laughs> sweating in the wrong way. Hey, 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 hot Wheels, hey, can make some cool toppers. That's right. Well, you know, with the Hot Wheels track, and you guys can't see this out there, but, you know, raise your hand if you got hit or hit someone with a Hot Wheels track when you were a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, where's this Mario Kart track? I want to, you know. Oh, send the boys around. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, Hot Wheels, Rainbow Road, that's definitely a theme that, you know, every yes. everybody play with Hot Wheels. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a theme that's... Okay, but no, here's the thing that you guys aren't really considering either. Hot Wheels collectors. Does anybody know about the world of Hot Wheels yeah. collectors? Yeah, oh, they're Scott insane. They're nuts. A they're couple insane. of my clients makes, are huge Hot Wheels collectors. It, it makes the pinball collector world look, look insignificant in comparison. Yeah. You just got to consider, though, are these guys going to make the jump from buying their $1 cars <laughs> to buying a $7,000 pinball Some of machine? them will. Yeah. And some of them so, will. Yeah, you know who cares? was a huge Hot Wheels <laughs> collector here in Sacramento? Tom Labrie. Oh, really? Tom Labrie's Night, Night Comfort, Comfort Theater. Theater. That's actually why he started a toy store behind his Sacramento waterbed right. store, and it was like a consignment place. I went in there one day, just like, oh, it's a toy store. Motherfucking Tom LaBrie sitting back there. I was just like, hey, I remember you from like the 70s. He's like, thanks. <laughs> did, when he talks, did he do that, do that funky Dude, yeah, I mean, he was old. And he's still yeah, old, but yeah God just, rest his soul. Tom LaBrie, yeah, he was, he well, was, all he was man. If you grew up in Sacramento, Channel yeah. 40, like 1130 at night, Tom LaBrie's that comfort theater. Yeah. Oh, dude, that played that played at like two a.m. in San Diego. <laughs> Tom Lebrie's Night Comfort Theater. I had actually uh, there are some amazing uh, when he did Dune, and I, you know, so I still have some of his commercials. There are that. some amazing YouTube clips of Tom Lebrie's Night Comfort Theater and his Waterbed commercials, which are just insane. Oh yeah, he was a staple of seventies local TV. Speaking of rumors, though, did anybody catch the? Uh... The question and answer session at the beginning of the Stranger Things, um, the video thing where somebody asked them about Bill and Ted's and they said they can't talk about it. Yeah, that's a Jack Danger thing. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, who knows? Because they got the new movie coming out. That's a Jack Danger thing. So Hot Wheels makes perfect thing. sense okay. because it's a theme that everybody, you know, a lot of people are debating, oh, I don't want that. Okay. You know, see the game. They're building a Led Zeppelin machine. I mean, yeah, right. Come on. Well, Hot Wheels. Okay, American <laughs> Pinball puts. Okay, they don't skimp. Bless their heart. Their they put a ton of stuff into their games. If you got a Hot Wheels game, you know it's going to have the orange track ramps and fifty bucks. There's a loop de loop in there and probably a jump. It's going to be fun to shoot. How deep it'll be, what else it'll be, don't know. But I'm looking forward to it and I'm excited about it because we all grew up with Hot Wheels. I still remember getting the Hot Wheels where you get the little badge with the car. Dude, I got like five or six Hot yeah. Wheels with my Christmas presents this year. Yeah. We all know them. Like we all love them. never go away. If they do it, I think it's going to be cool. And I think it'll be a fun game, and I think we'll enjoy it. What would be really cool is if you cleansed the ball and it wasn't a ball. It was a little Hot Wheels car. That would actually be cool. Or if they had a tracker on the outside and the Hot Wheels was around the outside. Of all yeah, the like NASCAR. NASCAR. Yeah. Well, there are already right. a ton of pinball machines, factory, that have Hot Wheels in them. Right. Like Demo Man, Transformers, Sopranos, Mustang. Yeah, Mustang. Does Mustang have a Hot Wheel in it? I don't know. It has no, a car. It's got a it does have yeah, like that right. larger Mustang, like that, yeah. Like that Maisto size uh, die cast metal well, Mustang. The, the, 
when we played uh, at, at like the last Go-Go we went to, when we played the Batman 66, wasn't that a Hot Wheels yes. Batman car? Yes. Yeah. There was a Hot Wheels Batman, Batmobile yeah. car. Yep. Corvette. Viper Night Driver. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The I mean, there are some games that have actual Hot Wheels just from the factory. Like, not even yeah. someone just gluing them on. You know, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Any, any car game that's ever been made. Just like Shrek at McDonald's yeah. Happy Meal Toys. Yeah. Right. Any, any game that's ever had a car theme made, someone yeah. has stuck. rated their kid's toy box. Yep. And stuck, and stuck a Hot Wheels on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> High speed getaway. So we're up to the latest pinball. I can't even get the name of the Here's company. The latest pinball. But it's called Punny Factory. Punny Factory. It's called Pinball Adventures. Pinball there's, Adventures. There's a story about these guys. There, oh yeah. Is so, it all about how their life got flipped, turned upside down? No. So these guys started off as a publisher, like of like a book, and they were doing that book with the pinball book. with T uh, T. Okay. And apparently when that book came out, it was a piece of shit. And Todd Tucky was making fun of it on his YouTube show. And oh, then, the book that he helped write? then that guy then like that guy style. came onto Pinside and started shit with Todd Tucky on Pinside. Whoops. Which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Because everybody was just like, you know, not everybody on Pinside loves Todd Tucky, right? Like we look at some of his prices and we look at his LED jobs and we sort of go, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, there's still some people who are like, oh my God, in the 90s, he threw pinball machines off the oh, roof. Jesus. And it's just like, yeah. but when this dude came and started shit with Todd Tucky on Pinside, he got fucking buried. Like he, he got, got burned. Ob- he got obliterated. And apparently his decision was, I'm going to double down and produce a pinball machine. Wow. And he got the guys that did the mafia pinball to help him. So, yeah. Those poor dudes. Now, it is designed by um, Andrew McBain, yes. who did the work on... Uh, <laughs> the glasses, they do nothing. <laughs> no, no, Andrew McBain's the guy that owns the publishing company. I'm sorry. Um, hold on, I have my notes here. Oh, Dave Sanders, who worked on Full Throttle and Alien over at Highway. Dave oh. Sanders, who got screwed by Highway. Right, he did badly. Yeah. <laughs> Poor dude. Oh, it's yeah. a single level play field, has no ramps, but it does have a vertical drop target, knock it down, hit a little building, vertical up kicker that has a ball return. Kind of an interesting looking one. It's like a, you know how I'm mousing around on Wait, the Wait, is right? there like actually a picture of this pinball machine? Yeah, yeah right oh, here. Holy shit. I'm on pinball news right now. Well, what's the theme of it? Honey Pun. factory. Fun. A factory. I'm going to order one. Puns. Like dad jokes. Like, like dad, dad No, jokes. that's the first thing that came in my head was dad jokes. Oh, it popped into your head? Yeah. Like dad? Yeah, yeah, like dad jokes. No, it didn't. Womp womp. Oh. Pop on pop. Nothing Daddy be, didn't love me. Nothing could be farther from the truth. <laughs> so, it's coming out. It's there. It is what it is. We'll see how it goes, folks. Interesting. You know, if this thing is cheap enough, well, get it one. actually looks almost... Oh, fuck you. It doesn't Why look bad. Pinball, you get one. Um, it under, doesn't look that bad. If it MSRPs at under four grand, it'll be a hit. If it's if it's eight grand or whatever, like F no, the, uh-uh. Ma- the Mafia, no, they sold ten of those. Okay. But the company that figures out how to get, yeah, machines under $4,000. Thunderbirds. No, it was still five thousand bucks when what? it came out. Yeah, forty nine wow. ninety nine. I know. Yeah, like 
they're they're gonna you know they're gonna do some things because you know a Stern Pro now is officially more than six thousand dollars. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Like uh, Thunderbirds, not Thunderbirds. No, you got me saying it. Stranger Things <laughs> is Jack, six thousand. Jack the Fox up to like sixty one. That's like six thousand ninety five dollars. So right. they finally broke that six thousand mark on a Pro, and I know that means street price is like fifty seven hundred. But you know, if somebody gets uh, in there, that's, that's when Deep Roots talking their shit. Like they're gonna be good and they're gonna be cheap. That's our next topic. So I'm oh, glad man. you segued into Segway. that. Anyways, <laughs> Honey Factory <laughs> is gonna be a giant bomb of Thunderbird proportions. Go ahead. Well, you know what though? Uh yeah. We can I, I get some of those Stern machines a little bit cheaper if you come to Golden State Pinball. And that's right. You order for the show price, you're gonna save a couple thousand dollars. So and shipping. Uh, and wait, how many days are left until Golden State Pinball? I'm glad you asked. I just got my hotel room. 152 days until the Golden State Pinball Festival in sunny Lodi, California, the weekend after Mother's oh, Day. Here we go. So yeah. if right. somebody wants a stern pinball machine at show price, which is about two thousand dollars less than you might get it from the website. Um, oh, I think it's not quite that much, but it's a few hundred. It's still a good deal. Still it's a great deal. Still a good deal. Well, and you, no you get shipping. the show price discount. Yeah. You get no shipping and no tax. Well, there's that. So, yeah, you're, that. you're saving a bit. Yeah, so, you can get that cool. through Marco Specialties. And don't quote me on this. Autism. But uh, the Pinball Pirate Chris Coons, I believe you can also that, get I saw that was cool. without shipping. And yeah, you may cool. be able to get uh, American Pinball Games through. Um, help me out, boys. American Pinball? American. Uh, who, who's the distributor? Hi You're asking the wrong He's the guy that runs Pinagogo again. Oh, oh Don, Don Hiley. Don Hiley. Although, I don't think you can go directly through Marco in order to get the show price. You have Hold to on. go through the people from uh, from Mark, uh, from Golden State Pinball. So, you Not can contact Marco. us. We'll probably leave some GoldenStatePinball.org or GSPF.org or .com. Yeah, probably a little early to be talking. Probably a little early, but <laughs> keep it in your to-do yeah. list. So, okay, so Deep Root Pinball, you may have seen the stream for their Retro Atomic Zombie Adventureland prototype Raza. game. Or Raza. Now, they're going to have a release day. It's going to be a whole day-long thing at their headquarters in Texas. The week before Texas Pinball Festival. The five hours of Deep Room. Five hours of Deep Room. And they're going to have seminars. They're going to have a gameplay demonstration with Steve Bowden, who's uh, doing the rules. Doing for, the uh, rules. Uh, they're going to have a Tex-Mex buffet. Ooh, I know, right? Are they going to have a magic girl? Yeah, they're gonna, they should have a magic girl. They're going to have a non-working magic girl then. So, so, they, so they're gonna have Patrick Magic Girl. Yeah, he said that my they're gonna do. fix Magic Girl, that they are going to make Magic Girl work, and that they've even redone the art and made it better. It's a theater of magic because it's always about art. the art, isn't it? Theater of Magic Girl. Okay, so yeah, it's a theater of Magic Girl. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw this out there. My initial impression of the game. They talked their game. They talked a big game, like a lot of these other fly-by-night new guys. Well, it's gonna be better and cheaper and quicker. They backpedaled on everything. It was a sledgehammer they could take to the game. Now it's a hammer. It was going to be the quality of a Ferrari, the price of a Kia. Now it's like, well, it's going to be the best value for your dollar. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's going to cost a lot The more. innovations, the innovations. We're going to innovate the cabinet. Many people have tried. Look at Highway. No one cares. You know what we want? Theme, 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 no! theme. No, no, and no. And a good game. No. Yes. I want Fuck coin, the theme. Coin Look at Rick and, and Morty. Game. Rick and Morty, 
absolutely cemented the fact that Esteem and Team Rick alone, and Morty. Rick and Morty sold out in under four hours. Right, because Rick and Morty fans are insane, and there's enough of a crossover with pinball. But how many? But here's the reason, right? Okay. Here's the reason that Rick and Morty sold out in four hours. Because everybody with $1,000 bet $1,000 that they can make money on it. That's and, exactly and it. Has they the didn't message. buy it because they really wanted Rick and Morty. A lot and of they people probably did. Oh, the playfields uh, are, are, are chipping, so you know, I'll figure. When you bet Spooky has the best reputation that you're going to make money. Period. Period. Right? They do everything They right. don't, though. They do. No. They don't. First of all, Spooky Pinballs, love them or hate them, have reliability problems. Right? They're built on P-Rock. P-Rock's a great system. It doesn't always work. Right. You want to check that out? I can refer you to oh, no, no, no. spooky Look. owners who have who only ever had problems with their right. machines. Number two, they're a work in progress, right? Their machines are moving out of that was built in my garage phase. Yeah. And they're moving into a more but professional But the customer quality. service is well, their customer service is as good as it can be for a company that's basically run by a small family in right. Wisconsin. You know, nobody you know, I I love a good theme, but I don't buy a machine, you know, because I'm like, oh my god, it's something I have to have theme wise. Right. Otherwise, I would have a Black Knight Swords of Rage. No, uh, and not only that, but you know what? You know, there's a lot of black. There's a lot of the companies out there that are unreliable. Yeah, when they first started, everybody's or... unreliable. Look, Pinball is look, unreliable. Okay, deep root. Come, the game looks fun. Me. I'll give it that. It's got great art. It looks fun. The game but there's looks fine. nothing on there that's innovative. And well, now you've well, got it's... Rick and Morty with theme and some cool features. Now you've got but Stranger the thing. Things with Rick new and Morty is sold out, right? Apparently, Stranger Things is going to be an old game in a few months because that's stern. Right. You know, who knows what Deep Root's going to come out there with? As long as they bring out a good game, and hey, man, love them or hate them, it's a Papa Duke design. People love Papa Duke designs. John Papa Duke makes fun games. He hasn't made a fun game since 1997. Well, he hasn't made a game so since he's 1997, due. except for <laughs> Marshall Magic. Or he hasn't that. made a game since 1997. You know who else hasn't made a game since 1997? Yeah. Brian Eddy. <laughs> Brian Eddy's game's actually produced. And Brian Eddy's game is It's on location. And on location. Here's the thing. Give it a couple months. I don't love Deep Root, but I don't understand the aggression. They haven't taken anyone's money. All they've done is talk a lot of shit and slowly produce a product. You know, so they're, they're, they're already employ- doing. They're already maybe, doing better than Dutch Pinball. Yeah, yeah, they're employing. They're employing Steve Bowden. They're employing Papa Duke. Fuck why? Who knows? They're employing uh, Barry Ausler. They're employing Dennis Nordman. They're employing uh, John Norris. John Norris. Well, I owe an apology because I couldn't remember his name the last episode. A ton of pinball uh, legends. They're gonna make a product. Okay, but maybe that's it. Maybe they kind of just kind of talk way too much. But who cares? Well, I mean, some people do because, like, when they were talking at Magic Girl, a lot of people were all excited. And oh, then that was American. Oh, sorry, wrong okay. one. Anyway, yeah. And to top it all off, thank you for saying Magic Girl. They paid the Magic Girl owners off. They didn't have to. And he even—I don't know if you caught the interview not too far back where he was like, "Yeah, I really shouldn't have done that. Really shouldn't have brought the Magic Girl shit up. It really just distracted us from the job at hand." But you know what? Now it's taken care of. You know, Deep Root might very well be the disruptor that the pinball industry desperately needs. You think they'd be a bigger disruptor than Jersey Jack? Sure. 
Jersey Jack has the potential. Yeah. And Jersey Jack, and we're going to talk about that, honestly. Jersey Jack was the disruptor six years ago. Yeah. You know, uh, but we've settled back into this thing. Sterling's making five games a year. Jersey Jack's making one every 18 months. Spooky's making one every two years. You know, there's one pinball manufacturer. Love it or hate it. Yeah. You know. I think that... I think Americans that... making one every, like, what, two years? Yeah. yeah. And I love Americans games. Like, I think Houdini's an underrated classic. Yeah. I think that Oktoberfest is way better than it has any right to be. Um, you know, I would love to see those guys do something really, really cool. I don't think it's Hot Wheels, but that's a neat theme. But, the, but it's it's like some of the other is... some of the other other manufacturers. I mean, how many games has Spooky put out? Was it will this be what number five? Well, they well, have no, because like they've done. I mean, they did the it's four they did there, Jetsons, plus right? they've got yeah, they've got they're two. all okay, Jetsons. So they're, that's just and... not into that. They're all Spooky games. Yeah, spooky yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, as far as different machines, they've 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 only they're under ten. Yeah, let's just say. Most and and J, even, same thing with Jersey Jack. They're under ten. So I mean. They're still establishing themselves, but they've already forced Stern to up their game. You know, Stern, has, Stern wouldn't have thing, gone to a Stern large display. Stern hasn't upped their game, though. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they, they didn't have a large display like, like some of these other ones Stern games are maybe did. worse than they've ever been. Yeah. You know, the display's fine. What if if you really like the display? I don't know. I kind of like the DMV. I if it's if that. it's incorporated well, I mean, like you know, Batman sixty six. It's not necessarily my favorite game, but I think they did a really good job of incorporating the screen into the into the theme and into the play of the game. I thought they did a really good job with that. The screen's the the, the screen's the future, right? Yeah. Or at least the present. Of yeah. Pinball. You know, but it's just one of those things where it's like, for the most part, you know, look at Stranger Things. There ain't much going on there. Cool Not game. Yet. Not yet. Yeah. Attack from Mars is is the prototype for every Stern game ever made because they figured out how to make a game that won't break. Yeah, and <laughs> it's fun to play. Yeah. Um, Spider Man. Well, Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It it had like a like a moving target thing, and that was that was a game that they made in like what two thousand seven. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, like they haven't made anything like that in forever. Deep Root has basically come on the scene and said, "Look, we're gonna make games." That are as good as Stern's building. That are gonna do new things. That are gonna do um, and they're they're gonna do them cheaper. Now we'll see. I hope they do. They're still talking a lot of shit, for yeah. sure. But, but got, they... I don't think that they deserve to catch it in the face just because they've talked a lot of shit and haven't delivered yet. Because at this, you know, we give everybody else all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, fuck it. You know, let's let Robert come up with whatever he's gonna come up with. And when he releases his product and he wants to ask $8,000 for it, wants to pre-order it and all that, then we can call him a hypocrite. Right now, just fucking let the dude build his game. Yep. You know, and and let's hope that, like, in the background, after this whole retro atomic zombie Adventureland stuff, that they have a cool theme, which apparently they're supposed to have a shit-hot 80s theme on, on point that they reported on, like, what, a year ago. And they're supposed to have a, a brand new original theme from Dennis Nordman, you know, which hopefully won't get all kind of nerfed like his Elvira did, because I've seen the original ramp designs and that looked awesome, but Stern couldn't make those. You know, let's see what those guys are going to crank out before we uh, before we give up on them. Spencer, we're running out of conversation in here, man. You want to do the <laughs> the new releases of twenty nineteen? Yeah. Okay, so games in 2019. Woohoo, Mike! 
Monsters! Deadpool was last year, huh? Deadpool was before that, yeah. So we got Monster. 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 Monster's great last year. Yeah, no, Monster's early. Great cheese. January 3rd, man. Or something like that. I like Monster cheese. Monster. Great shooter. Great route game. Home game can get kind of stale because the code's pretty basic. Route game, it's kind of 50-50. And everybody knows the theme. It's just too old. There, there, is that, there is that consideration, too, is that... My God, it shoots great, though. It's a good shooting game. It's, it's a, a fun, fun playing game. game, but the theme... I don't know how many people under the age of 40 know what the Munsters even is. I, <laughs> yeah. I still maintain that all the hype was because everybody thought it was going to be the Adams Family. Like uh, Everybody thought it was going to be the next yeah. Adams Family, and then when it came out and it wasn't, everybody was like, oh. Well, it's still it's a fun okay. game, though. Yeah, I still maintain, and I was reading like a bitch post about this the other day. Somebody was complaining that they did a, you know, they did a, a color premium and they were all mad, and I'm still like, I don't know why you would buy anything but the black and white premium. That game is beautiful. It's so rad. Yeah. And, and the LE, though, but you know that that lower play field looks kind of cheesy. Actually, I like it. True. I, I think, think it's, it's fun. fun. It's fun. Right. It's a family I think, guy on crack. I think it's little flippers. Like I think it's, how many lower <laughs> how many lower play fields have habit trails? I right. think it's That's corny cool. that it has a second set of flipper buttons, but yeah, I thought it was cool. It's um, still fun. I think it's hilarious that they make little trails. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think it's hilarious that they make little tiny pin stadiums for. Did they run? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's I had not seen those. Yeah, um, apparently. Jurassic. Oh, God. Yeah, I, okay, so we're reviewing Monsters. Uh, Jurassic Park. Well, no, that was way later. What about Black Knight? Well, well we're just bouncing around. I just wrote it out of order. Black Knight. Generic Park is maybe the best Stern game ever made. That's a pretty bold statement, son. I like the little oh, scratch. That's a pretty bold statement, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out for you. It's so yeah. fucking good. Keith Elwin's second game. His first was Iron Maiden. Now it's a home is, run, too. Which is maybe the best Stern game ever made. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hear Stern's making a new game, and it's the best one they've ever made. Yeah, it is. No, seriously, the Elwin games are so good. And, you know, when it started out, like, I didn't think that they would be able to beat Iron Maiden. Like, Iron Maiden is such a it's cool set, game. Set That's why Archer came along. It, it is the exact stern game, right? It doesn't do anything fancy. There's nothing on it to really break, but it plays like a motherfucker. It's so fun. Yeah, it's true. And when I first played Jurassic, I was sort of like, first of all, like I do call it generic park because I, I hate the theme, the sort of quasi Jurassic Park theme. And I played it, and I thought the pro felt very still, and then I played some limited editions, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then I went back and I played a pro on more updated code. And I'm just like, the combos are so fun to hit. The shots are so fun to make. The ramps are so satisfying. The rule set is great. The sound isn't really annoying, even though it's still generic park. That is an awesome game. And I just went around from like, is it better than the four flipper Iron Maiden? Oh, I'm so close to saying yes. But Jurassic Park is fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah, it is a great game. Mm-hmm. It is. Right, we have one now. At, like I said, Monster Mini Golf. And yeah. from what I heard, it's it's mobbing on location. It is mobbing big time. Yeah, it's maybe, another thing that people yeah. that aren't pinball people but like yeah, to play pinball, they'll see, yes. oh, Jurassic Park. 
I know that. And, and they don't that. care yes. if it's following the movie yeah. is Jurassic Park. Yeah. Jurassic Park. The general public doesn't give a shit. Yeah. It is totally mopping on location. Yeah. So it's a win win. Uh, I did not just like Guardians of Elvira, House of Horrors, which I still haven't played yet. It's awesome. That game's so much fun. Oh, I like it. It's, is there one local? Yeah, that's no, what I was gonna there's ask. a local collector that has one. If you want to play, we can, we can help you out. John? Robeson. Robeson. And yeah, that's a, why don't you guys reach out and get another yeah. guy at his house so we can go. And that's a, that's another low production game, isn't it? They're, they're, they're not still making producing that many? it. They're still producing it. Yeah, so it's it's not quite like a... It's it's not... I mean, it's by the Wizbang guys, by uh, oh, okay. Norman, Norman and, okay. uh, and... Oh, is Perez, it? Yeah. And, oh, that's right. And Lyman Sheets Code. Uh, but it's not officially a Wizbang game, although they say they're as proud of it as if it was. It's super cool. Like, the theming is amazing. If you like Elvira, obviously, it's a treat. Uh, Brian and I have both spent quite a bit of time on it. And, uh, like, it's it's really good theme-wise. Um, the code is early because it is, you know, a Lyman game, and it's super, super early in its life. But you know but, it's going to kill when he gets a dial. Yeah, give him, give him two years, and I bet that yeah, would be, like, right. the best game going. But theme-wise, like, if you're into Elvira and if you're into cheesy, like, B-horror movies and stuff, there, there ain't much that can beat it. It works for me on a lot of levels. It's not as good of a shooter as Jurassic, but it's 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 a solid shooter. Absolutely. And it's got a lot of uh, it's just fun. It's got a lot of personality, right? Yeah, it's fun. The house, the house is cool. They got the uh, the hologram thing on the ramp up to it. Uh, the crypt with the way it, the head turns around is really neat. Um, the, John's the box. It's got the box. Elvira's. Yeah. What was it? Elvira's dusty box. Yeah. They couldn't like call it that. That's what they wanted to call it. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, it's it's yeah. a fun game. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's fun. You know. I remember it's when I first saw on it. <laughs> and, and Brian, okay, George. Out, there's always know. someone who takes a joke too far. <laughs> yeah. I know who it is. It's you. Okay, yeah, Brian, I know you don't care for And this is from the guy who made a flashlock joke earlier. I don't like him at all. Not Brian originally made But you love the new one. Yeah. Elvira uh, <laughs> and the Party Monsters, meh. The ramps are cool. Dude, Elvira and the Party Monsters is great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, boys. Scared Stiff. I love yeah. that game. It's a good looking game, but it's just. I like that game a lot. Yeah. But this new one, it's a lot more funny when I first saw it. I'm really talking about it. Wake me up when you're done. It's medieval madness with a whole house. I'm having multiple. Yeah, that's my favorite. Like a medieval madness. So you put put all of them together. That is cool. Yeah, yeah. that is cool. You put all of them together. <laughs> and having said that, what we should do is we should have one of these podcasts over John's house. Yeah, we should. Elvira have. and the party Absolutely. house of scared stiff. I've go. offered to host it at my house, but I don't have an Elvira. Well, I have a scared stiff right now. But. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, next up is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Is there anybody here that hasn't played Willy Wonka? Me. I haven't played it. Golden State, you played it? It's excellent. It's a super fun game. It's super smooth. Pat Lawler design. It's Willy Wonka. How can you not love that? Um, Oompa Loompas. I mean... My only complaint about it, and it was so minor, was it's hard to see the ball feed to the upper right flipper. It can be. Yeah. Otherwise, that's a fun game. Really hard for me because I'm so damn short. But you, know. <laughs> see, you guys will see me standing on my tippy toes playing a lot. We'll get you one of those Marco boxes. I, I need a Marco <laughs> box. So I can see the goddamn upper play field. Yeah. No, so, Willy Wonka's great. It's a no, super it's fun game. Yeah. Uh, I think my only drawback to it is I played it in a go-go. 
and it was hard to hear the call outs because yeah. it's a pinball show. So what yeah. are you supposed to do? And, and in addition, uh, this is only available on the special collector's edition that they added call outs from Julie Don Cole, who played Baruch Assault in the original movie. Wow. Are they custom call outs? Yeah, the custom call outs she did for the game, but oh, only cool. for the collector edition. Huh. I wonder when she was younger, like if her husband would make her call that out sometimes. I want it now. Daddy. No, Willy Wonka's great. It's a super fun game. Um, it, it's a great Jersey Jack game. It's no Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, but what oh, is? Yeah. But, yeah, they're, yeah they're, but it's producible. It's producible and it works. <laughs> it's, uh, it's super super fun. I don't I don't I don't have anything bad to say about it. Are there are there any on the location? Sound could use some work. Uh, uh, Bay area, Bay, 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 Bay area. area, yeah. Where like Flipper Room or something like that? Uh, like Flipper Phoenix? Room, yeah. Flipper Room, Three Gold Watch, and Outer Orbit and Level Up. Okay. Does the PPM have one? No, do they? They do not. They don't have one yet. Okay, they'll probably um, get one soon. There's That's a, probably the one thing that bums me out most about Jersey Jack games. They have some great games, but unless you know somebody that has one, it's hard to find one. It's hard to find one on location. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they did the they lowered the price on the uh, the standard model to try to get more onto location. Yeah. What seventy five hundred bucks? Seventy five hundred. Yeah, so that's still yeah, just, that's still a lot. Snap one up, buddy. Yeah. Come on. Sell your Cuda, you know, have, you get the game and have what ninety dollars. Sell your Hyrule or Casino. Sell your Elvis. Black Knight Sword of Ray. Love it. I love, love it. That game. Love the pro. Yes. Don't, don't care if it has an upper play. Uh, upper don't care either. It's fun. It's fast. It's furious. It's fun. And the music by Scott Ian of Anthrax kicks ass. It is. The pro cool. is garbage and the music gets old fast. That's because you're a metalhead. <laughs> well, I am a metalhead. So, yeah. you know, when I used to have hair, you know, a hundred years ago. Run home to mommy. No, it's a fantastic game. Uh, the premium LE rocks. Um, I mean, it's got its audience, and most of the audience is us hardcore pinheads. The standard casual player has no idea what it is. Yeah, it's too hard for a casual. That's it the is. biggest That's problem. That's true. It, it can be it's brutal. It's like super the, nasty. The pro is especially brutal. Oh, the pro is horribly brutal. I love it. I love because it. There's just a lot of like it's short, fast. It's classic short Steve Ritchie. Yeah. It's fist in your face. It's like you better pay attention. Because I'm going to clean your clock. But see, that's not morning. true. Because most Steve Ritchies have long shots and predictable feats. They do. Like, but it's, think, it's aggressive. Think of Star Trek. Yeah, it is very aggressive. Like, yeah, it yeah. is not It's the machine Trek. that Steve wanted to be. The irony. Even Bud agrees. Yeah, exactly. Go destroy my enemy's blood. He's like, no, it's cold out there. Maybe it's cold outside. Any more than this? Well, no, I mean, Black Knight. Black Knight, Stranger I think, things. is getting. We it's getting that that. games that came out twenty eighteen. Yeah, it's getting 19, a rough, uh, a rough wrap. Yeah, it's, it's, going it's, a, it's an awesome game. Going, yeah, if you want one, you can get one now for at least a thousand under original list price. So. Uh, we got a guy in NorCal selling a collector's edition for sixty nine hundred bucks. For which oh, one? Black Knight Sword Rage, Rage. Really? And it is pristine. It's yes, perfect. it's absolutely perfect. Huh. Jason Fazler over on Tracy. Okay. Yeah, he's selling that. What's he making room for? Wonka. He's got Elite. Wonka and Jurassic Park limited edition coming in. Oh, wow. Well, Speaking he, of elite-ass collections in Northern California, he does an open house every other Saturday. If you're in NorCal and you want to go, reach out to him on Facebook. Not every other Saturday. Every other, I'm sorry, every second Saturday there you go. of the month. Which is the <laughs> same Saturday as the Coin-Off monthly tournament. Which is over. Well, a new one will start, right? No. 
They're not doing. Oh, he's it not going to do it anymore. No. Really? It's not it's enough people. It's over. Not enough. It's people. over. So no, just because Michael doesn't want to do unless it, somebody, unless somebody steps up and wants to do, and wants to do it, and they don't have to do it on the same day, yeah, it's that's it good. Is, it is no more. No, I'm oh, not. Wow. I'm for sure not. I went to. Oh, I probably shouldn't. That say was fun. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Well, number one, it's not live, but you know, Spencer's ass doesn't edit it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spencer, he's yeah, like, dead air is great. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Dead air, dead air is great. Yeah. Well, okay, these weren't really new games. Like but a, one was the Star Wars home pin was new this year. Like yes. Point twenty nine. Nobody here's played it. Uh, no, but it looks fun. Yeah. And uh, stern. Yeah, they made a home edition. Do you remember when Mike had the Spider-Man, the home version? Oh, yeah. Like that. It's like yeah. an enhanced. With no coin door. Like they built yeah, on yeah. that, right. Except it does have a coin door, but not a coin not coin slots. It just has a door now. Yeah. It has a blank. Yeah, just a blank door with no coin slots. And it has like a little, little metal display. Metal metal habit trails. Got the little TIE fighter toy. Got the Death Star toy, just like the, the regular pro model. It looks fun as shit, but why wouldn't you want to pay a thousand bucks and get a pro? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you know like, what? Because it's like four thousand bucks. Yeah. And you can get uh, a used pro for five thousand all day easy. Well you can probably get a used pro for a little less now because they got the comic book art edition out now. Yeah. And you can get a brand new pro for fifty seven hundred dollars. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But that's what's out this year. Wait, but I have one that I want to talk oh, about. Yes, go ahead. I have one that I want to talk about. There was about. another one too, and right? I'm, I'm dating myself. I understand this, but I'm telling you, I love Batman 66 because of the, oh. the graphics. So now, I've, I've revisited the, the... Hey, you know, Batman 66 came out in like 2001. No, but Eric brought up a great point. They brought out the Catwoman edition this yes. year. It yep. came with a different trans line. Ooh. Yeah. And different yeah. side art. But, but Ooh. So, so check this out. I've, I've revisited the, 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 the show. And it is cheesy as hell. Oh, but yeah. I tell you what, the graphics on the... On the on the exactly the same. It's so cool. Yeah. To, to to watch it. I mean, it's just really nostalgic. It's if you give Lyman nostalgic. Sheets three years, check it out. He will make. It's a you great game. A By the way, it's one for sale. So I understand that there's going to be pushback on it and stuff like that. And it's but an awesome I'm game. Telling you, that is one of my favorite all-time games. There's uh, one for one sale in the Bay Area. Buy it, 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 buy Eight games though. We'll trade. Well, for a Batman '66, we may do a little bit more for pinball, but yeah. (laughs) Rusty, that's not fair. That's a Batman '69. Oh, stream. (laughs) What's this thing called? A bat belt? Brian, there's someone who always takes the joke one step too far, and that person is George. It's one word. Yeah. So, although yeah, Catwoman, yeah. you never know. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Which Catwoman? <laughs> Julie Newmar, uh, Eartha Kitt, or Michelle Pfeiffer? Michelle Pfeiffer. No, no, the original show. Those That's three. easy. There yes. two. Julie Newmar. No, no, Julie Newmar, Eartha Kitt, and Lee Merriweather. Yes. There were three. Oh. Sure. So. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, we're on to. Uh, the game that defined the decade, the definitive game 
the game changer game of t- between 2010 and 2019. Damn, go. All right. So I think this is important because we're at the end of the decade, right? And you have to look at the games that like really changed the course of what happened to pinball in the last decade. And I can think of two games specifically. Uh, my runner-up is ACDC. ACDC is the game that kind of brought Stern back from the brink and sort of showed that Stern still knows how to make a decent pinball machine. Uh, but I think that like the game that really changed what was going on in pinball in the last 10 years was The Wizard of Oz. Because, like we were talking about earlier, I was thinking Wizard of Oz for it put put Jersey Jack on the map. Yep. It made Stern up their game. And perhaps the worst thing, it showed that pinheads are willing to spend retarded money on anything to buy their I'll agree with you. Including Magic Girl. But that was the thing that, again, it, it kind of showed that, like, hey, look, there's life. Like, you don't have to make games for these razor-thin margins. You can make a good game. You can charge a little more money and get the good theme. People will pay for it if it's got the quality. And Wizard of Oz itself is a hell of a machine. You know, it's... it's Regardless of theme. It's, yeah, it's regardless of theme, like, you know, yeah. it, Jersey Jack, you know, he went out there to prove a point. He went out there to prove that they were going to build the Cadillacs the Bentleys, you know, the, the, the most deluxe high-end pinball machines on the market. And, you know, even if you don't love the game, nobody sits down and gets that first look at Wizard of Oz and goes like, oh, you know, this isn't very impressive. Even today, with all the color-changing inserts and all the crazy mechanisms and the multiple raised play fields and the crazy in-lane games and stuff that you can play, the Golden Slipper or the Ruby Slipper Flippers and the Flying Monkey, not available on all versions. Um, <laughs> Especially hey, yeah, I'm looking like, for a yellow brick road, by the way. And the 27-inch display in the yeah. back box. They're the end. first people to do a, a LCD full-color yeah. display. It yeah. was the game changer. Hey, yeah. that's why old guys still buy Corvettes. Because <laughs> 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 we can. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. And the other one I'd say was also a very strong runner-up was the Medieval Madness remake. That, that made a huge impact. It brought 2015, yeah. It brought prices down to earth on everything. Madness odors. Oh yeah, but it did. Who cares? Because it got people who were just like, you know what? I'm in the hobby, but I'm not spending fourteen thousand dollars on this. But I need a brand new one for eight, and it plays pretty much goddamn the same. And it brought down prices back down out of the crazy stratosphere everything was climbing up. It into. made it so even the common-ass cheapskates can own a Medieval Madness. Yeah, so what was the original I price sir, of a Medieval Madness? I, sir, own a Medieval Madness. Wait, wait, you mean like way, way back Yeah, when it first came out, how much was that machine? It was, 20, no, it was not. 20, no. original sticker price was 26, 2700. But, yeah, but no. it was, no, no, it was, it was in the threes. But, the but here's so, the thing, you to, to buy one, yeah. you had to also buy other games. Like, they're like, oh, if you want a Medieval Madness, I don't remember what the game was where you can research it. You have to buy, if you want a Medieval Madness, you had to buy, like, a Circus Voltaire. A Circus Voltaire, like, two or three Circus Voltaires to get it. They had a real messed up system back then. So, 2010, a route beater Medieval Madness that played and worked, but yep. was a routed game, yep. would cost you $10,000. Yep. And that was because when the pinball market started to resurge, everybody looked at the big, big classics. Medieval Madness, there were only 4,000 of them out there. Now, 4,000 is a lot in the pinball machine world. It is. 
But considering that Medieval Madness is arguably the greatest pinball machine ever made. It is. And the best all-rounder. It had a, a particular kind of demand. And even when pinball machines were cheap, even in our 800, 900, and our heyday, they were still five or yeah, six thousand bucks. They were still five expensive. or six thousand bucks. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, medieval madnesses were crazy expensive. The remake came out, it was $8,000. And that's a lot. Like, I don't think anyone's going to look at a medieval madness remake and go, like, well, you know, let me check the cushions of the couch. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. It, what it did, you know, and, it, and it's kind of another a negative influence where Wizard of Oz proved that people will pay more. Like, this kind of showed all the the Valley Williams elitists that it's just like, by the way, your investments, quote unquote, aren't safe. Because anything can be remade. Now look at what Monster Bashes are selling for. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, Attack from Mars was... Kind of already in that that six eight thousand dollar range. Like, how about Peter Magic? Is it in the same conversation? It's uh, on the list to be remade. Yeah, it's on the, really? it's on the room yeah. list. Yeah. I would be surprised for a while because it seems like they're really focusing on the WPC ninety five games. But I'm sure they'll move back into the, the WPCs. That's a great game. I loved it. Okay. Yeah. Cactus Canyons. Yeah. Possibly if you want to see things yeah, well, think so? Well, they've talked about Cactus. I, I think Cactus is no. almost definitely the next Because they didn't... Yeah. Wasn't Cactus Canyon a really low... They didn't... Oh, 875 games, like, I think. 900, like 900. Yeah. But Cactus Canyon was the last standard... Before Pinball that, 2000. Yeah, before, before Pinball, Pinball 2000. Yeah. It got cut short. And there was a lot of development story and development drama... In fact, uh, I don't remember what podcast he was on, but uh, F the Geek, uh, the guy who did uh, Oh, Cactus Cannon Continued, continued. Eric uh, Kripke, yeah. he actually did an interview with somebody. I don't remember exactly Now, isn't who. he working at Spooky now? I don't know. I think he is. But he, is. he actually did an interview where he talked about like the development of uh, Cactus Cannon Continued and how he actually ran into static with the guy who was originally doing the software who's apparently involved with chicago gaming because you know everybody was like oh him and rick hate each other there's a big you know rivalry and blah 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 and from what i heard from what he said they called he called back they never managed to get in touch and the last that he knew, they were working with whoever the original software guy was. Right, was and, they're, a, and they're sort of a one-offer. But yeah. yeah, Cactus Canyon is definitely a game that, like, it's going to get its day in the sun. Now, whether it's a game that deserves a remake or not is up to you, because it's like a lot of people feel like, okay, Medieval, Bonafide Classic, Attack, Bonafide Classic, Monster Bash, Bonafide Classic, Cactus Canyon, just rare. maybe a Bonafide Classic that never got its chance, Big Bang Bar, maybe a Bonafide Classic that never got its chance, who knows? They made 200 Big Bang Bars, you know. If they bring them out at $8,000 a piece or 7000 or 6000 or whatever they're going to charge, are they going to be a big hit? But, you know, yeah, that was a great pick by Brian because it does sort of prove that, like, hey, the remakes are for real. And they changed the high-end uh, collectors, you know, high-end used game collectors market because now, yeah, nobody feels safe. Spending fifteen thousand dollars. The two biggest collectibles now oh, are probably game. Adam's Family and Indiana Jones. Well, I mean, Big Bang still sells for eighteen. Right, right. But I mean, because but if they if they do end up remaking it, that one will still hold a lot of value. But it can be remade. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe Indiana Jones is a long shot. Would you throw Lebowski into that mix? Uh, that that one's just 
I, we have to. We'll have to sit down and do another episode. Just Someone's to talk about it. and that's got to be about licensing too. I, I mean, yeah, licensing on that's got to be. It's, it's got to be, be a pretty Apparently, yeah. Yeah. apparently, Dutch reopt. They did. Dutch still has the rights to the Big Lebowski. And apparently, they're talking. Like, talking. The movie, they're they're going to make yeah. more. But who whether knows? it's the Coens or Universal or what, like apparently, whoever has the rights to Lebowski for pinball is just like, oh, you still want them? Sure. You're like they don't give a fuck. They're buy me, buy me. They're lunch. not like the predator people. Speaking, but yeah, man. Speaking of Lebowski, so the weekend after, not this coming weekend, New Year weekend, whatever. Well, I, I'll, let me take a step back. So, like the weekend of the what is it, the seventh, seventh eight, maybe night. Crest Theater showing the Big Lebowski. Very cool. Nice. Might be a good. Might be a good uh, pinhead night to go and check that out. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. So, George, what's your most influential game of the last ten years? Good. Good pick, Brian. Good pick. Oh boy. For what? For your remix. Oh yeah. They they're wrong. What is it, George? You know, I. I'm not as slick as you guys and all this kind George, of stuff. I tell you, George, didn't do George, you are super slick. Just I, say Avengers. Be honest. <laughs> Who this no. man? I am Jackpot. Whoa, Nelly. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. I, you know. Whoa, Nelly. The beginning of the retro remake. I, yeah. I mentioned it before, but I, I tell you, the, the game that I really do love is Batman '66, and and it's because of the graphics. It's because of uh, the soundtrack on it, and just the nostalgia. Um, and and it's so clear. You, you see, you see the graphics on the on the DMD that they have, on, or the, the monitor that they have on there. It's just perfect, and it, it just just goes so good with the game. The theme perfect. integration of that game is amazing. Absolutely yeah. perfect. Maybe maybe we could consider that to be Stern's response to Jersey Jack. On oh sure, hey, absolutely. Yeah, we I mean that, that, that whole yeah. that whole I mean, it was the like graphics on it is just later. incredible. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's yeah, it's a fantastic. So I, I think for me that that is a the game. I, I don't have that in my collection, but you know, you guys have heard me talk about this probably over and over and over again. I know that Steve over at Adam's house. Has this machine? Hey George, I buy one. It. I want to uh, buy one. George, what? Have you talked to Henry? <laughs> I know Henry just bought one. Yeah, yeah conscience. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I was telling them. Uh, you know, it may not be the most popular machine out there, but for me, it's I, a fantastic. It's a fun. It's a fun well, Batman, game. Batman's yeah. absolutely the most popular machine out there. Are you hot? No, is it really? You oh yeah, Batman's super popular. He loves Batman's super. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And for me, that's you what missed, it is. Like, you really missed your window because in the first year or so when the software was just shit, yeah. like, oh, nobody liked them. Everybody yeah. hated shit it. on it. And then when they got the software And then done. when they got the software figured out and they got that 1.0 out, yeah, everybody Boom. was like, it was amazing. But it's just like Walking Dead. Everyone's like, that's been a common theme with Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's been a common theme with a lot of Stern games. Ghostbusters are the same way. Metallica. Metallica. Yeah. That got dumped. Everyone was yeah. jumping into the. Can we still get that machine brand new? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. you, have you well, played it? Yeah, played Metallica. There's a used one code. for sale. A whole different game. Yeah, it's yeah. Just yeah. I want, I want a brand new one in box. Golden State yeah, pinball machine this year. You can get one. <laughs> what about yours? Okay, game. mine. I'm glad you brought up Metallica. Now, obviously, like everybody else, Wizard of Oz in the last decade was the game changer. It, it, it raised the bar amazingly high. Made everybody else stand up and go, "Whoa!" Pinball we, coming back. Not always pinball back, but but, you know, but, okay, but my honorable mention goes to Metallica. Okay, look at the Stern games prior to Metallica. They get a great theme. They'd have great gameplay. They'd have some great features. They'd have some great rule sets. But what was missing? The one missing component 
for the total. Like you talk about ACDC. What's the one Achilles heel of that game? The artwork blows. It sucks the sweat off a dog's oh, yeah. balls. Yeah. It's shitty artwork. Okay. It's phoned in Photoshop. Now, the uh, Metallica, total package. Theme, music, call outs, light show, but the features, was the gameplay. Mass, yeah. And then the and then the the, the artwork on that, the total on. package. Awesome. That game, once they got the code done, has Old no weakness. Shit. It has yeah. no weakness. Yeah. There is no weakness on that game. The play field's not amazing. Not amazing. But, but it's, it's great. It's fun. It's fun. It's, it's solid. It's, it's, it's a solid game. game. It's, it's definitely a tough game. So that's but that's my honorable art, mention. Yeah, you, that was a that's a great and, call. Like, and that really talking and that started the beginning of like, the art renaissance like in art in renaissance, art. which yeah. Yeah. is kind of falling apart because you know Donnie's gone and Well uh, Donnie told me a great thing and I talked about it on a previous episode. And, uh, who's the other guy? Zombie Zombie's still there. Zombie's still there. Chris Franchi's gone. Now, Donnie and I were talking at the show at Golden State Pinball Festival last year, and he told me that when Metallica was in negotiations for the game, uh, that Stern didn't want Donnie. They wanted their own in-house guys, and they said, no Donnie, no game. Yeah, Metallica well, insisted. And that came about because of the Dirty Donnie Earthshaker routine. Yep. Right. He did for, uh, for, for James. And right. I was at one of the PPEs, and that game played like an Earthshaker, and it looked incredible. And we've all seen Dirty Dirty Donnie's helicopter that yeah, you know, led like, to that. I love that game. Yeah, um, Dirty Donnie. Dirty oh, Donnie definitely the helicopters game. He knows his stuff, and <sighs> it made Metallica. And he's just the sweetest guy. He really he's is. Nice. He's a laid back, super down to earth, cool cat. That love loves it. pinball. That's a cool car. Um, yeah, cool car. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's my that's and, and I mean there's so many more. We could talk about Spooky and their their great success story. If you look back, man, seven years ago. They were sitting with, you know, uh, on the line, uh, America's Most Haunted, and they'd sold one in two weeks, and they were sweating bullets. And they went to Texas Pinball Festival, and they basically sold out. They didn't sell out there, but they sold like 60, 70 games there that weekend. And then they went to uh, their home show, uh, Midwest Gaming Classic, a few, like a month later, and sold out the remainders they had. So... Great success story. I mean, there's so many, but Jack, remember, before Jack came along. He's a pinball distributor. Pinball. Right. And, and before that, a route op and a tech. But there before that, else. between 1999, when, when, when everybody else closed their doors, and 2011, yeah. Stern was just keeping the flame lit. And yeah. they were making some good games, and they were making some games that weren't good at all. Or, yeah. you know. Austin Powers. Yeah, uh, casino. Which, yeah. my God, they had such a great theme. Yeah, you know, and, just and Monopoly. <laughs> I actually like the game. I actually like Monopoly. <laughs> play it at Louis. Yeah, I'm not that dying to play it, but I'm going to go to Louis for midget yes. wrestling in February. So that's the game that changed Stern's life in the late. Uh, but 20s. but but I bring up Metallica because it it, it 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 was another game changer. It brought real hand drawn, old school pinball <laughs> art. With a modern twist and flair, uh, and and the, and the actual music, and the and the music, yeah. And you're deadly right about one thing, man. ACDC is an ugly game. It's not the prettiest <laughs> game, but it's got everything else going for it's it. A, yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's fun to play. Game, yeah. It's got Features, great, rule set, music, live show, music. Rules, but goddamn, that game is it, not. It's music. not a pretty game. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> Look who did the art. I don't even think you can find out who did the art because they just don't want to admit it even got done. Um. 
Rusty and I did it yeah. actually. Yeah, she helped me out. Yeah. Uh, what, what, no, Aerosmith was, was the Aerosmith art too. Of the uh, little giant. So, uh, and he did uh, uh, Rusty and I did Scotch. There you go, honey. Your uh, your picks for <laughs> for a game of the decade. Okay, so um, you actually brought it up. I really think that a lot took off. Well, well, let me go back to George with Batman sixty six. Yeah. It ignited that culty, you know, the the bringing in bringing in the Okay, boomers or whatever. Yeah. Okay, and that that really started igniting for you know a select crowd there. Um, one nobody has brought up, but I thought was kind of interesting because it is kind of on its own standalone is TNA. Oh yeah. Okay, TNA kind that. of stands on its own. It, it was an original theme, uh, a, not a brand new idea, nothing brand new on it, but. But it was it was it was it was something new. It they had a it had a, a new it wasn't easy to play. It you know, you couldn't just go up and shoot and then get all the points and then walk away with, you know, five free games left over. You really had to work that one and figure it out. Yeah. But um my pick actually is America's Most Haunted only because it also started that whole new renaissance with bringing in new blood into the pinball world um, where, you know, you got a new guy with a startup and he's, we're going to put this out on a theme. Everybody's going to get a kick out of, and then doing, you know, uh, then, you know, in comes Jack and he brings in the whole thing where you can uh, get the pictures done, like and dialed in, but mm -hmm. it, you know, and then, you know, in comes highway and American and all these people started coming in and, and and putting in their two bits, you know, make or break. Let's see what we can do. So, um, you know, I think it was about, you know, little startups. A lot of uh, business models were changing when it came to the when it came to the, the dawn of the boutique. Yeah, very good. That that's the best I've heard. That those yeah, are great points. Like point. because TNA, I mean when other people were trying to get out an unlicensed theme because people were going, we want unlicensed themes and they just weren't really taken off. TNA came out of the gate as a homebrew and everybody went, holy shit, this is freaking awesome. With no ramps. With no ramps. No scoops, yeah, no, no nothing. It's, it's, it's yeah. a 70s game. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Absolutely. A digitalized 70s game. Yeah, that's a or great point. at least point. the early 80s. Yeah, late 70s, early 80s, yeah. But I mean, it's a fantastic game. The music light show on that thing, the gameplay, it rocks. It's 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 a it's a great game. Great point. I still feel like that game really gets by on on style. It is a great game to play, but like also the sound. Oh yeah, and I love and the sound the lights of it. Oh yeah, are, are <laughs> absolutely yeah. they're they're mind blowing. I have it in my head right now. But I like the America's Most Haunted, and that was one that I actually thought about because yeah, that did sort of prove that like. Mom and pop in the you garage had, can make a game. Well, I mean, you know, you had, you know, back back last that you had Gene Cunningham, right? Like, and he took a game that had been made, and he grassroots it, and he made it. Yeah. And then you had, uh, who were the motherfuckers who tried to make Predator? Skip B. Skip B. Those guys tried to make a game and failed. From what I heard, it's an absolute and shit then you, game. Then you had the dude, yeah, it's not supposed to be great. Then you had the dude who, uh... The Greek mythology one. Rock Which, of Olympus. I am still pissed about that because Which that never, guy did everything right and got shit on yeah. because of all the Which, other bullshit. Which never went anywhere. No. Like, you know, Charlie 
you know, and Ben Hack, you know, you got to give Ben Hack a lot Absolutely. of credit for that. Like, those guys prove that it's like two dudes working in a garage could start a pinball machine and be successful and be successful and make actually make pins. And yeah, like we were saying earlier, what they're up to like five, you know, five, six, seven games now. Yeah. You know, with their contract builds and, and, right. and their designs, and they have a roster of designers. And I'm not going to like spread rumors or anything, but Spooky like put out like a little, you know, happy holidays picture. Yeah. And you know who was sitting at the table with them? Jesus. Ben Heck. Just about. <laughs> no, yeah. He was on the last podcast too. And like the last <laughs> couple of years, I haven't, I haven't listened to it. Uh, Charlie and Ben Heck have been like going at it. You know, on the podcast, there was some words exchanged because Ben was bitter because he and wanted Charlie to get was like, yeah, I he wanted to get him to do. and Charlie did what he had to do to keep them keep the line but running. It sounds like Ben might be back in the fold. Yeah, then, then they ditch Charlie's guard. They, they ditch Ben's board set, but it sounds like he might be back in the fold. And he was the guy who who designed the boards and designed uh, uh, American Most Haunted. So, yes, yeah. Eric, thoughts? That's a tough call. Um, I got to I got to uh, say that I've always had a spot in my heart for uh, dialed in just because it's so original and although it hasn't done real well as far as sales and all that kind of stuff there's some really interesting stuff in that game <laughs> it's well respected it's like an evolution of pin 2000 kind of it yeah, brought with the way back it set up Pat Lawler. it did it brought yeah. back Pat Lawler and I like the selfie mode and yeah. some of the other you can use your phone to Run the. There's a lot of really interesting stuff in that game, but it just shows that that so much more can be done with the electronics now. Yeah, and the and the code. I mean, ten years ago, did anybody talk about code? And now it's like the number two thing. Whenever there's a new machine, Theme who's code. doing the code? Because well, right. it's, it's more important than the play field. Yeah, it's like again, because the play fields are so basic on stern games anyway yeah, so yeah like it, all you can really talk about is like you know the code, the code. right yeah and it's the evolution of the game the yeah. continuing evolution of the game i mean that, it's all about the code yeah i mean really i mean guardians of the galaxy perfect example that game when it first came out <laughs> and i love that game because i own it it's a great game but you know what it wasn't great until the three or four codes later yeah it's in just, all it's honesty a, i only play guardians yeah. just to listen yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is not standard by no. the way like that's no. a mod like that's a that is a mod. Thing. But, yeah. guardians is a, is a great is, it has a great story though because remember guardians got pushed up because of uh, production problems so guardians that poor game got dumped in the world with extremely early code that was just junk it was it really hurt that game coming out of the gate and then and then the code update saved it yeah, and I have that machine, and I will never get rid of it. I tell you yeah. what, I, have I love never it. Reached the end. It's a, yeah. it's a good shooter. Sixty six for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I might so, just steal that. Like, so I'll get rid of it. <laughs> I think I think I would say uh, most influential game would be Archer, because it expands on the thing where some guys building some stuff on their own. In the garage. Get picked up by Stern, and it becomes Iron Maiden. And next thing you know, and yeah. next thing you know, yeah. arguably, like, arguably the best Stern game of the last ten years. And then the next thing he does is what Jurassic Park. Yeah. Arguably the best Stern game of the last ten years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. That's two ten years. And I, mean, I think that that probably influenced. Um, I don't. I don't know who I can't did. Uh, I don't know who did Deadpool, but just. The Don't shots, are all, the Don't shots are all different, Don't and it's, I think that's cool. because of Iron Maiden and Archer, because they're just different, <laughs> different ideas yeah. for shot making. You know, that's something else to point out. You've got the old guard, 
Okay, you've got Richie, you've got Lawler, you've got Gomez, and um, who's the guy that went away for kitty porn? Trudeau, yeah, Trudeau, yeah. Uh, but you got that old oh, card, yeah. Uh, that you know, uh, 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 that John might soon or what? Yeah, that guy literally soon. might have designed more pinball machines than anybody else. Exactly. Um, loaded design. Um, Borg, John Borg, all these yeah. guys that have been doing games continuously for the last thirty years plus. Yeah. All done great games. They continue to do great games. But then you got these three young gunslingers with Jersey Jack. You got Eric Munier who did Pirates of the Caribbean, his first game. Great Holy game. moly, mother great of God, game. Game. great game. Great game. Okay, Love then it. you've got, uh, you've got, uh, you know, the Desire of Archer slash Maiden slash uh, <coughs> Jurassic Park. Keith Elwin. Uh, Keith Elwin, uh, multiple world champion pinball player, designing a game with his brother in his garage. And next thing you know, he's got Game of the Year with Iron Maiden. And then it's really looking odds on favorite that this year Jurassic Park's going to be game of the year. I bet they could sell a shitload of archers if they decided. I bet they could. I bet that was a good game. It was. I would love to say that. I did catch up on the show now that I got Hulu. I the show the went show. to hell the last couple of it seasons. Is. It did. It's no. still it good, did. but it's not. It's not as good. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the next, the next season, Archer in Space. Looks that like looks good. Dude, yeah. if, that, if that rips off, um, what's the Bond movie where it goes into space? It's Moonraker. Moonraker. <laughs> if that rips off Moonraker, that's going to be so awesome. You know, it's absolutely going to rip yeah. off Moonraker. That's one, of the worst, that's one of the worst Bond films ever made, and it's hands down one of my top three favorites. Yeah. Wow. It's so ridiculous. Moonraker, so ridiculous. Like three time, man. Moonraker. So, yeah, that's such a good Bond film. So then you have... Um, Scott Denisi, who came out of the gate with a homebrew pin with uh, Total Nuclear Annihilation, and then now he's got Rick and Morty. I mean, these guys are the new blood, and the new blood is looking good. And then we've got another old guard who hasn't done a game since 1997 with, uh, um, help me out, the Scott just kicked in. Brian Eddy. Brian Eddy. Don't call it comeback. He's been here for years. That's true. Actually, yeah. If you watch the Thanks, stream, LL. Brian Eddie must have been like a kid. He, I know because he doesn't know. look that old. That dude does not look that old. No. Not That's at all. Trudeau said. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm sorry, I I cut out Alex yeah. off. So we have Alex and his pits. That's right. Uh, so <laughs> most influential game. The influential game. Now we know. Elvis. We, we know, know that Elvis. when the decade started, you were twelve. We know it's Elvis. Yeah, man. it's Elvis. I'm sorry, fourteen. Yeah. Exactly. Or fifteen. That hound yeah. dog. Are you yeah. In your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're sixteen. Okay, so I was uh, sixteen when I when they started doing that. So the most influential game is uh, okay, Rolling Stones. No, I'm kidding. Hey, it's, uh, stick, Metallica. Maybe? Metallica and Wizard of Oz. Really changed the way <laughs> pinball went through in the uh, last uh, year of this decade, I feel like. Well, obviously, like you said, Wizard of Oz, it has all the DLCD, the, the shots, and new game being produced. But why? Why do you think why? I think Wizard, well, Wizard of Oz was definitely a game changer. The code on it, the, the shots on it. Two upper play two fields, upper play fields two the flying monkey, the some models. yeah, some models. <laughs> and again, uh, right back to the kitsch. Okay, yeah. that whole 
Oh, everybody loves Wizard of Oz. Everybody yeah, loves Batman. Absolutely, everybody, right. everybody loves Moonstone. Everybody, even somebody hasn't looked at a pinball machine in 30 years, goes up and goes, Oh, they got a Wizard of Oz pinball? Cool. I'll drop money in anyway. I'll drop money and in. And Spencer yeah. still can't see the upper play. This is We got to put the game in the, the kitty legs position for Spencer. You know, um, you I did. saw an Elvis at a toy store that had kitty legs. Oh, I, 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 will, day. I will add, the, I think, the most dishonorable mentioned game of the past decade. And I might not have come out back then. Just because it led to the whole FOMO fiasco in the hobby would be Tron Ellie because that game created that I have to get the pre-order in for the Ellie right away yeah. and I have to give my money to these unproven companies. Because that led, that led to TBL. I still, feel, exactly. I still feel like that all comes down to yeah, uh, I was gonna say Big, Bang, Big Bang Bar. Well, but Big Bang Bar back then, it was just, there was you were almost lambasted back then if you got in on it. So many people got, oh, it's never going to happen. But right, Tron Ellie, it, it did. And so like, and, and the next, everybody got like that super FOMO, and that really screwed a lot of people out. A lot of no, money legacy, a lot of distrust. Legacy does count. It was 2010. Yeah, that's actually a good pick because that <laughs> actually kind of created Stern's Ali model. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Good point. You know. Yeah. And it created, you know, hey, I'm going to give this guy, you know, fifteen thousand dollars for my Magic or my Raza and what the Alice in Wonderland bullshit, or what was the other the uh, the Predator bullshit predator with that bullshit. asshole. Yeah. Or all that stuff that happened, and it happened because of that fear of, oh, I got to get in. I have to. And, you know, how many people in our local group lost, you know, sizable chunks of Oh, Jesus. I I mean, we know half a dozen. My favorite story about that is Justin Kelly, Fat Train. Shout out to Fat Train. I don't want to be telling this story on the air. No, he told this story on the episode, so on his episode. I got to get him back on the show because he is so goddamn funny and just a really good dude. Uh, the Soprano story, the Star Trek story was great. The, the best one was the Jurassic Park, though, the day yeah. to eat. Because he bought his first game, Jurassic Park, had the shaker motor. And then he went and bought his second game, and I'm trying to think what it was. Johnny Mnemonic, was it? He I, bought what? a few games for shaker motors, and he bought something without a shaker and motor. And he's like, he's it's busted. Hard. It, it doesn't, doesn't work. Because it didn't have a shaker motor. That was great. Yeah. So No, but Justin <laughs> bought a Magic Girl. Oh. And like, so he got a hat. Oh. He finally got his game when American through J pop delivered the games. So he's trying to sell it a couple of years ago, three years ago, three, four years ago at Pinagogo. He put an ad up out on the billboard out in the entryway. So, cause we were talking earlier, he goes, yeah, I still have, you know, John Papa dude gave me uh, uh, a Zidware hat. I still got it brand new, never wore it. So I went up to his <laughs> ad wrote, comes with a free hat. He walks by and sees me riding it, and he just loses it. He's he's on the ground rolling, laughing, and he's crying. He's laughing so hard. He's like, that's fucking great. He goes, I'll fucking throw in the hat. So as far as I know, he's still got it new in the box. He's never opened it. Is that the one that was at the show, new in the, in yeah. the box? Yeah. They wanted twenty five thousand. I don't know what yeah. he wanted for it. I think he 30, paid thirteen, yeah. but he got it. But I mean, we know people that got ripped off on two or three J pop games, and uh, uh the Predator game no. and and Leba- and Lebowski and Alien. Yeah. And, well, yeah. And so yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if any of our friends fell for Alien. Um, I don't know. I don't know if anybody got ripped. I, I don't know if I personally know anybody that got ripped off on Alien or not. But uh, apparently, the pinball. The rumor is Pinball Brothers is going to be making that. So. 
We might see Alien at Texas Pinball Festival, Rusty. We might. It's going to be an illegal alien. So illegal let's alien. That there we go. Speaking of Texas. Speaking of Texas Pinball Festival. We're That's at, the game that actually changed my life. Donald Trump millionaire. We were there really you go. talking about Texas Pinball Festival. Well, we are now. Oh, we, segue. Segue. So we're, unless anybody else has anything to add to uh, the game, the, the game of the decade. Um, so I think the 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 well, I mean, there are no losers here, but everybody about a great points. No Tron, great point. Oh, Medieval Madness, great point. TNA, great point. Batman. I mean, far as code goes, game changer. Wizard of Oz, Metallica, ACDC, all those really have raised the bar for pinball in the last decade. And there's there's absolutely. some other games and too. Changed the direction of the industry. It yeah. did. It absolutely, absolutely did. I mean, look how well ACDC sold. It still sells. It still sells. It's still selling, you know. Um, <laughs> okay, so we have upcoming shows. January 9th through 12th of 2020 in DISC. It never drains in Southern California. Major, major tournament. And that's a band in California at the Museum of Pinball. Is that a Stern Pro Circuit tournament or a Papa I, tournament or anything? Uh, I, I Papa and, and IFPA, yeah. I don't know if it's Stern Pro tournament, or but it might be. Yeah. Uh, I know it is. Is it a major? Is it a major? It's a major tournament. Yes. Okay. The big boys That's will be I'm there. Is it a major? It's a major award. It's a major. It's a major <laughs> award. It's it's fragile. It's Italian. It's Italian. It's Italian. Italian. <laughs> uh, we have shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> and then in February, we don't really have anything yet, but it's still early people are still adding their shows. we're gonna have spencer fest we're gonna do it over here at spencer's house we're we'll playing a bunch of high school we will have upwards of there. five pinball machines yeah we will um we have in march 6th or 8th we have the louisville arcade expo in jefferson town kentucky that's going to be both pinball and video games and then of course march 27th through 29th the texas pinball festival in frisco texas tpf uh, just go on their website, Google it, folks. You guys can do this, and uh, you can you can email me at the spinners lit at gmail dot com. You can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. There you go. Uh, in April third through fifth in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the Midwest Gaming Classic, which is pinball, arcade games, cosplay, MGC. board MGC. games, console games, the whole shooting match, and that's uh, Spooky Pinball's home show. So expect to see. Uh, uh, Rick and Morty pinballs in abundance there. Uh, we're gonna fly all the way out to Canada, our our Canadian Canada, our Canada, our our neighbors to the Great White North. Good day. Uh, they have Yegpin Pinball and Arcade Expo May first through third in Sherwood Park. Alberta, Canada. They're when is that a real boot? country? Anyway. It's a boot. It's a boot. It's a boot in May first through third. Plus, you can go to Tim Hortons and get. Some you can go to Tim Hortons. Bit. Yes, and that you get some. Awesome. And oh, I and haven't you been. Can smuggle in Trader Joe's. Canadians love Trader Joe's, and they don't Joe's, have Trader but Joe's. They don't have one. And then in uh, May second, you know Canada, you can get alcoholic Snapple. No way, really. Yeah. Fuck yeah! It's Fucking a friend. Cool. friend some cans. All right, I'm Snapple. going. It was a, sap, a Snapple. I don't know. I don't know. Snapple. Made uh, the best stuff on earth. Snapple. May second. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Hi-yo! Hi-yo! May second through third is the Flip Expo in Le Treport, France. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. our our French uh-huh. pinhead brothers. Uh-huh. Um, so that should be good. And then, uh, of course, in 152 days. 
our local show, the Golden State Pinball Festival, the Great May, Show on Earth, Great Show on Earth, the May fifteenth through seventeenth, twenty twenty, and beautiful sunny Lodi, California. Don't let Spencer hand you your whirlwind. Gotta no. be there. Oh, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too soon. Too soon. But I June fifth through seventh in Tacoma, Washington, is the Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show. Great show, went there taco, last year. Taco. 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 Only show I've been that, to that had a Hercules. That, nice. by the way, is a great show. And great you show. You can get up there. It's on the top floor of, like, this convention center thing, and it's really weird to be playing pinball on, like, the third floor. But, man, it's a really nice show. Yeah, Beautifully air-conditioned in the summer. You uh, can see people yelling. A lot of cool restaurants around yeah. there. I mean, Tacoma does kind of suck, but did you play not bad. We're going to. Yeah, I got to get up there one of these days. Yeah, and, it's, it's, and like and like Golden State Pinball Festival, um, they give uh, they set up call the the proceeds set up college scholarships for kids. So they also raffled off a new Stern machine. Nice, that's I'm awesome. Trying to remember. I, I don't remember which one it was. It might have been Munsters or something, but still, it's like a brand new machine. So that's Pretty some upcoming awesome. shows for uh, Look, we 2020. We did Fishtails and a Demolition Man. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And both don't be people from us. our league oh, won them. I know, I know, and nobody's nobody's called and foul. The which well, there was no the foul. No, there was no foul. No, the Fishtails. Technically, the person who won the Demo uh, Man is not part of the league. That's true, but his girlfriend is. Yep. But he's come a couple times as a guest. And did you see how excited they were? They won that thing. That's their first game. That was the best. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's their first. It's always nice so to see excited. people come to the show and win a game. Yeah. yeah, where's Roxy? How come we haven't seen her much lately? She was there two two leagues ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, holidays, everybody's got stuff going. So that's some, um, not all, but it's the list of what I got right now in upcoming pinball shows. Shout out to Roxy and Camara. Shout out to the high score on their game? Camara. Camara. Of course she does. So we're down to um, memories and memories of 2019. I'm just gonna let you guys just. You know what? Uh, I was gonna pick up George, but he's walking to the back. You want to? Yeah, I'm gonna Okay, we're about that. I'm gonna start with Rusty. Memories of 2019. We're above two hours already, and and I still. Okay, my memories. What I love best in pinball 2019. Deadpool. Yes, Deadpool. I enjoy the art. I enjoy. Uh, I enjoy little Deadpool bobbing around in there. I enjoy. I enjoy it well, but I, I did all my playing in 2019. Fair enough. Okay, because I didn't get my hand. I didn't get my paws on one until Golden State. Okay, well you can down. No, we played you the one over at uh, Louis in Louis. 2019. Oh, we did, huh? Did. Okay. It's not there anymore. It's uh, they have a monopoly. Anyway, Deadpool. I I, I love Deadpool. Um, I'm looking forward to the new stuff, the new Elvira and stuff huh? for oh, no, 2020, videos, and no, uh, whatever innovations they can come up with. Yeah, Deadpool's from 2018. Yeah, but I didn't touch one like until August, like August. Well, that's her. Yes, we went right over and played it across the street from in 2019. No, in 2018. No, it's 2019 when I touched one. The best part about no, the show is we played it earlier than 2019. <laughs> I guarantee it. Okay, how about hey George Zimmerman's here? Yeah, oh, I love that one too. There we go. Didn't touch that till 2019. They're making the George Zimmerman. Well, that didn't come out till 2019. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm looking forward to playing that. I didn't touch a Deadpool with the with the with the disco ball until 2019. What about you, Eric? 
man, it's, there's so there's so many good games out right now. Just like when we started at the beginning, this is a great time to be a pinhead. There's so many good games that are out from so many different companies. If you're in a position where you're going to acquire a new machine, it's pretty hard to decide on one and say, this is the one I'm going to get because the rest suck. Because just about everything that's coming out right now is good. Yeah. It's all good stuff. I mean, I would, I would love to, I would love to get a Stranger Things, even if, even if the code's not there. I just think that that's going to become a great game. Just like people used to crap on Ghostbusters, now all of a sudden there's this code that's better on Ghostbusters. Now people are like, Ghostbusters is a great game. It's a great when game. When people used to shit on it, it's really so hard. A wide um, we saw it, we kicked its ass. Bunch yeah. of whining fucking maggots. Speaking, yeah. speaking of the white flipper gap, uh, it was on one of the Facebook, the Facebook <laughs> pinback for sales where the guy sunk screws into his game and put star posts right near the tips of his flippers. I don't good, think that good. was real. Good. It's real. No. What game was that? Yeah. What game? Because he has Ghostbusters. Acorn, uh, Ghostbusters. He has acorn nuts on top of it. He's That's trying perfect. to sell it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. He put, and everyone's like, "Hey, the guy's like not hurting for money because he's just sort of like, look, it's a stern pro. You fuckers need to calm down because yeah, people are just like, oh my god, what did you do? And yeah, yeah, you you would have thought that he did like, you know, <clears throat> you would have thought he like stapled a dead baby to the back box. Yeah, like, well, there is that. Like, there is John Frodo. They have a dead baby mod for that. <laughs> That's <laughs> a oh, okay. We're waiting for the code update. <laughs> I'm waiting for the code update. That's when the baby. Okay, so <laughs> whose memory are we up to, Alex? Oh gosh. My uh, game or just just whatever. your best memory of 2019. Discovering Uncle Vito's. That's a great location. That is an awesome location. If you're Holy in Sacramento, fuck. Uncle Vito's. Great pizza, good fun, great lineup. Just update the code. That's all. Jurassic Park, Deadpool, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Iron Maiden. And there's usually not Iron that many Maiden. people there. No, excellent. excellent. <laughs> you can almost always walk in and get right on a game yep. and not have to wait. And the games usually aren't screwed up. No. Holy Diver's the same way. Their games are well taken care of. And they have all Holy Diver, yeah. And they, have, and they have good pizza there, too. Holy I, have, Diver, I haven't been yet. i got to get down there. Holy Diver's all premium games. Yeah. Iron Maiden, ACDC, and, and Metallica. Metallica. All premiums. They are in great shape. Mm-hmm. We're lucky. We have a lot of premiums and LEs on location locally. True. We're really lucky. Yeah. Lees. Yeah. So talk about. I mean, look at Coin Ops. Got the Batman sixty six LE there. It's not. It wasn't there when I was last there. Oh, they they took it out. Uh, I think it's just uh, being ro- It's rotation. Uh, he game. pulled it out because he needs to fix the turntable. And okay. Apparently, it's quite a job. It's a pain yeah. in the butt. Oh, it's a okay. pain in the ass. But it's been there for what a year and a half. And Ghostbusters oh, yeah. is oh, yeah. old because I guess there's some other things wrong with it. And- yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they should all come and come. Down. That's, yeah, that's what's cool, be, though, about Coinop, though, is that they usually have LEs or premiums. It's a storage facility. That's something else I'll bring up real quick is, is when, you know, when we moved from uh, Oroville down here eight years ago, it was a pinball wasteland. Oh, yeah, there's nothing. You would have one game yeah. at a pizza place. Truck stop. A truck, yeah. Steve's Pizza. Beat, beat, to, <laughs> beat to absolute hell, yeah. missing parts, yeah. if it worked at all. I cracked plastic piece. And yeah, it was like a month old. You know, and it was it wasn't anywhere near level. Oh yeah, it would, Jay, huh? You'd plunge the yeah. ball and it yeah. would tilt. <laughs> uh, we would go to a laundry mat. Oh yeah, yeah. laundry mat was a strange strange science. Strange science. Strange science. And I mean, only half of the damn game worked, and we played we have, it as best. It was a quarter of the game. 
It was actually up in Oroville, believe it or not. Oh, wow. In Oroville. Did we launch it up there? Yeah, they, yeah. He's like, no, no, actually, it was yeah. they made meth in the washing machine. Probably. Yeah, they probably did. No, no, no. Giants. no we, would, we would go there just to play the game. <laughs> well, and the dryer, yeah, crystal, our dryer was on. Oh, when our dryer went on the fridge. That's why they have strange science. Well, yeah. Dude, Dan, what about you? You collections like tripled in size since last year. Holy shit. Honestly, man. my high point of the year, and I mean, it wasn't anything I ended up buying or anything, but I was really stoked for Black Knight. When I heard there was going to be another Black Knight, I couldn't get news fast enough. I watched all the streams. That's I mean, true. I was really excited for Golden State because we had Black Knight there, and I got to spend some time on it. And it's a fine game, but it wasn't anything that I needed to own in a world where I already have Black Knight 2000. But yeah, for me, that was like the high point of 2019 was just the fact that they made a new Black Knight. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I'll get one someday. Uh God knows I'd love to buy Jason's, you know, if it was just a little bit different timing. Um, but to be completely honest, like that was just the most unexpected, the most awesome thing. If they had, if they'd called it Black Knight 3000, I would have just bought it. That, <laughs> the, 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 yeah. Well, talk we'll, about we'll, like we'll, semantics, we'll, we'll, but I mean, they would have just beat me. They would have just beat me to submission. So, Brian, how about you? Oh, that's simple. I got my Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden? Yeah! That was, that, was, that was easy enough. I, <laughs> it was a joke, semi-joke, and I made the offer. Okay. All right. Guess I'm getting Iron Maiden. Huge kudos hey, that's to right, Adam. That's creature from yeah, the Black Lagoon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Huge kudos Adam's, to Adam. Adam's a good guy. Adam's, Adam's a righteous dude. Guy. Shout out to Adam Pressler. Yeah, there we go. That's my whitewater. No. <laughs> yeah, which I got to talk to him and then go pick up. Yep. Grab it. Okay. Grab it like a rabbit. Uh, what about you, George? Me. Well, I'm about to play Batman 66. That's <laughs> great. No, Let me you tell you why no, I like it. No, wait. I, I got something else even better. And that's my pinball friends. Yeah. Um, you know what? <laughs> I love all you guys. I, love you I really too. do. We love you, George. You know, I love you. I've been through a pretty rough patch in the couple, last couple months. And, and my pinball people have been there for me. And um, I'm getting a little choked up, so just bear with me that's for a second. Right. But, You're allowed. Um, you know, that's really special to me. And in the last few years that I've been in the pinball community, just brings me so much joy just to be with everybody, playing pinball, doing good, doing bad. It doesn't matter. So I've come in last in our in our league, and I've come in first in our league. Uh, well, and during the regular season anyway. But, that counts. That counts. But you know what? That, that's what it's all about. It's about my friend friendship with everybody in the pinball community and that's what we're all about we're about about friendship it's community it, yeah, you know it's, what? It's we, community. we all we all hold each other up when times are bad and we are shaking hands and raising our hands together when things are great and and that's what i appreciate about about well, everything to do with pinball well said brother well said, bravo yeah. that, no that's and that's that's the meat and potatoes of the whole pinball hobby is is the games are just a vehicle that brings people together. Yep. And that's what that's what the shows are about. Half the time, we spend a lot less time playing pinball and a lot more time sitting around drinking BS. coffee, BSing, yep. eating donuts. <laughs> Absolutely. Drinking, you know, beer and whiskey and just, just 
just have Doing a good rails. time. But and it's amazing <laughs> how many Doing people rails. you discover you know. Oh, I know. Especially multiple years of going to different shows. Exactly. And it's just like, oh, it's you. I can't remember your name, but I love you. And, oh, I do remember your name and your name. And, and you know, and then all of a sudden, it's, and you can't walk five feet. Without you're not hugging you know. on somebody. Yep. Or catching up or whatever. It's 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 a fabulous feeling. And the nice thing is is uh we met a new young man, Fletch. Fletch. At the last one. Hope hey Fletch, shout out to you, dude. Hey Fletch, are you living? And hopefully, uh yeah, Fletch is alive. Uh, hopefully him and his lovely girlfriend um come back. His girlfriend was doing uh, real well uh on the uh on the tournament. Um but a really great guy. And, and it was their first time coming to a show. Their first right time. And, you know, it's like, all right, new friend. Yeah. You know, that, Every year we meet somebody new, and then we see them the next year. Do you think the homeless great. guy's going to be back? I hope so. I bet. Pen hobo, okay. the real hero. Okay, that, <laughs> that's we need to break. Okay, we need to retell that story for the best of 2019. Damn, go. I don't even really remember how it happened. Like I just remember that there was a force at Golden State Pinball Festival, and that man's name was Pinball Hobo. Okay, some homeless guy. I'll tell the story best I can. Was outside of the gates of the show, wandering around the streets of Lodi, telling people all about the show. And pointing them in the direction. So I think they because get because the main road was locked off in the road yeah, construction. Was turning them into traffic. the side gate. Didn't they end up giving him lunch and like a shirt or something? Yeah. Like, think they give him a Golden State shirt. I wish Kendra was here. She can tell this. Well, she was there. Was there. Yeah. We should have given the guy a pinball box to live in. Like yeah. seriously. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I know. My my best my best parts yeah. of pinball in 2019. Two games I got most excited about was Black Knight. I just really got excited about it. Yeah, yeah I was just so excited. I remember you and I on the phone for two hours talking about <laughs> it. Like, like school kids, man. It was you great. You know who was way more excited than both of us together, and even he didn't buy it, was Shannon. Really? Shannon was really it, it, Because it just it brought he back. And he's like, this is a bunch it, of pile it, of crap. It, no, it's um, not, though. It's a great this. game. Uh, but it, it, it reignited that old fire of when we were younger and games would come out. Yeah. We didn't we didn't know who the designers were. We just know, oh, this is a new game. Oh, this is so cool. Remember the first time you played the, the, the original Black Knight? And you're like, what the hell is going yeah. on here? Yeah. What's this magnet save? What is this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't remember the Upper first time play I played field. Black Knight. I remember it was at an arcade that I'd go to as a kid, and it actually, like, I was a little kid, you know, because it was, like, what, 81, right? 80, so 81, like, yeah. I was, like, five, six years old, and it freaked me out because it talked, and it talked in that voice. And it's like, right. the yeah. Black Knight right. will right. slay you. Right. <laughs> right. And it was like, Jesus Christ, like, right. possessed by it's Satan. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> right. And Michael K. voice in that thing, you know? But I remember in 89, playing Black Knight 2000 for the first time. And just being blown away by the digitized music and voice. Oh, the music yeah, and that thing's singing. great. It's yeah. still great. It's still you know, great. when when they announced no Sword of Rage, like I said, you know, they they have the music and they have the game, and it's it's great. Like, and I didn't need to own one, but you know, actually, what Brian said brought up a couple other like high moments for me. Cheers. Number one was uh, the pinball adventure that we took to Reno to go get my Doctor Who. That was fun. That was super super fun. Uh. <laughs> You know, that was a long, long story, but, like, that ended up working out real well. There was ice, and, and there was driving fast, and there was pizza, and there was a trade and tight alleys, and it was really cool. 
Uh, he really means a title. I went on a lot of pinball adventures with Alex. <laughs> I think Alex and Brian, were you guys both there for Indiana Jones? Yes. I wasn't. I was. Oh. I was. For Indiana Jones. But I, I was. Know. That yeah. was that was a pinball adventure, so I got my Indiana Jones this year, but the guys came with me. It's not even so much getting the game. <laughs> getting the game is always super exciting, but it's almost always like, who goes with you to get the game? <laughs> you know? Like, in, it's, it's, we've been on a lot of pinball adventures to get Brian games. We've been on a lot of pinball adventures to get me games. Alex has been on a lot of pinball adventures with me. They're always the most fun <laughs> because you're bringing home a new game, but you're doing it, like you said, with your buddies, and then you get to play pinball. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like we need a flip a room. Yeah. Where are you going to call? My game's broken. What do I do? Who are you going to call? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, for well, that, there was that, and then Rick and Morty, I got super exactly. excited That's about. Rich. And part of <laughs> a big part of the excitement with Rick and Morty was being excited for Spooky and seeing something do so well for them. Yeah. You know, and because and I just wish these guys so much good fortune because they're such good people. And they're the little mom and pop shop that yeah. could. Yeah. Um, I don't know, the, man. Those guys made Rob Zombie and fuck that game. I love that game. I that game too. called me a chicken fucker. I know. <laughs> I love that game. Motherfucker, quit messing with the great, goddamn it's game. A great theme. theme. You are it's a high great on, theme. You are high on glue. It's a great theme. It just it. You kind of wish it just had that little something extra in it, like yeah. a good play field. Yeah. Yeah, I like the play field. It could be better, but it, just, it, has, it has everything. It has, it has everything else except for the actual yeah. gameplay. But for so. you know, for their sophomore title, their first not license bad. theme, not bad. Yeah. Um, the shows and and you know just the get-togethers, going to your house the night before Thanksgiving, the camaraderie, the friendships. Um, Going back to Dan, by the way, everybody. Going back, <laughs> yes. Going back to going to Dan's house. He always has a night. Oh, and I won league once, and, and you that won, was you won, rad. and you beat me, and <laughs> you beat oh, Rick. Yeah. Well, yeah, at night, I beat you all the time. I beat you at night. That's right. Yeah. 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 Rusty yeah. 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 Awesome. yeah. Who's going next week in this room? Gotcha, bitches. Yeah. I'm not. I'll be. I'll actually be when Rusty's at interleague championships with you, Dan, and with you, Alex. I'm actually gonna. Yeah. Be, I'm actually. Yeah. I'm gonna be at. Pit, Alex is gonna win. At, <laughs> I'm gonna be at PPM. I'm gonna be at the Pacific Pinball Museum with Crime. the boys. With no, with the boys' oh, okay. trail life troop. We're doing nice. a field trip there. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. gonna be. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, so, support your wife. Get, get, get them some fake IDs and go to the Forbidden Island Lounge. You get a couple of uh, tiki drinks. No, yeah. that'll be good. That'll yeah. be good with a young boys Christian yep. scouting organization. Uh, I believe yes. that Christians <laughs> say you can drink. So yes, there's no rule. Hey, look, thou, yeah. shalt, thou shalt drink so long as thou has 21 year old ideas. There you That's go. The body of Christ, motherfucker. There you go. Well, there is that. So, uh, wow, we are salty God, tonight. God created alcohol because he wants us to be happy. And he didn't want the Scottish and the Irish to rule the world. So right. uh, there were just so many moments. But like, I mean, Golden State, obviously. But then Pinagogo was so back to the roots of when we first got into the hobby and just hanging with all you guys. That was a real great moment. There, there's so many. And I mean, I could jabber on here for hours. But, you know, I mean, everybody and have and, have and do. Um, everybody puts their two cents in, and it's all. Uh, I mean, there are no wrong answers here. George hit the nail on the head, though. It, that's what it's always about. It's Our friends, 
It's 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 our friendship. Our pinheads, the yeah. pin crew. Yeah, the community. So man, are we I, tight or what? We are, man. Pinbros we're we're family. Except for the um, weird uncle named Spencer. Yeah, the weird uncle Spencer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so okay, so so okay, so hopefully, what do you guys want to see know, most right? in 2020? You guys are sick. Okay. Black Knight 3000. <laughs> boom. So, Someone hit the boom button. Uh, boom button. Yeah. So, what do you guys want to see for uh, 2020? Quick. Pin crawl. Pin crawl. Yes. We need yes. we need to do a road trip somewhere. Yeah, we need go, to do a pin crawl. Go hit like Phoenix Games and flip a room and a bus down the East Bay. Just spend a day just Vallejo vinyl and pin yeah, crawl. Yeah, do it. All that shit. <coughs> I'm down. We should go out to Reno. On a bus. We should go to the press start. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. We should go out to the biggest little arcade. Oh, speaking yes. of press start, you're not going to like this. What? But Mark was telling me about this. Uh-huh. The end of March. They're closing their doors. Oh, you oh, shit me. Shit. Press start? Really? So we got to we got to get up there before they close that. Son of a bitch. That's just so not cool. it's just not Why? making it, huh? Uh they lost their uh they're getting kicked out. They were Jeez. leasing the building oh, shit. Uh, and they're getting marijuana. kicked out. Well, and maybe it's going to be a medical clinic. Maybe we'll find a different close. location. You know what? Though? So there are there is a lot of space. Dude, in dude Reno. there is a, yeah. t- a butt ton uh, of real estate in Reno. Yes, sir. And John, the owner, was saying they have no plans on moving. So, they, unless some miracle, it's like they never put signs out of on the, the bottle building. comes out. Yeah, they never put signs but, on the building. They couldn't have thought they were going to be there that long. Maybe there was a property? sign saying for sale, and someone did buy the property already. So. End of March, it's closing its doors. Okay, so we got to plan a trip up Organized there before that. Organized crawl. Okay. You have until the end of March. Yep, let's do it. All right. Well, well, that's let's put that on the books. Yeah. Then. Um. Okay, Rusty. Uh, thoughts for twenty twenty. Uh. Well, I'm just looking forward to um Golden State pinball. Always. Always. Mm-hmm. Always and trying to figure out how we're gonna do Camp Silver Ball this time. because uh, with the stormy weather last night, we lost Ooh. most all our camping gear. Ooh. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We were. I had to throw away my tent. Yeah, we did too. You we, and I were throwing did, shit in the garbage for two exactly. hours. I still feel like the high point of the show for me that year was telling Rusty, "You need to pack up your children and go home. <laughs> you guys are gonna wake up in Oz." <laughs> Yeah, one of the yeah, one of the uh, pop ups ended up upside down on the roof of uh, Donnie's trailer the next morning. <laughs> wow. So, but we yeah. did the stormy weather, and so it guarantees another what eight years of good weather for God. We hope you never know. So. Yeah, God, we're, God willing. Yeah, yeah generally it's going to be nice <laughs> that time of year. Start it usually is. Yep. It'll probably be 95 this I year. I thought the funniest thing was Will was planning to sleep out on the sofa. I know. I was like, boy, imagine the guy who ended up being a I know. <laughs> what a dumbass. <laughs> with that, pneumonia. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, wrapped up in a sleeping bag, completely wet, with yeah. like six cases of PBR laying around him. Yeah. <laughs> so, he would have been really mad, though, because we would have gotten wet. And just, uh, gone, I know. Oh, he would have been grumpy Viking. Grumpy Viking. Eric. Thoughts for 2020? Uh, just looking forward to the shows. I think I'm going to try and go to the to uh, Northwest Pinball Expo again. That was a good show. Uh, Golden State, of course. And try and hit some other shows. And just uh, generally get out to more locations and play more games on location. Didn't yeah. have enough of that this year. Definitely. But if we can get, get some people organized, get them together and do some pin crawl type stuff, I think that'd be a lot of fun. 
because it's it's cool to to see people in league every couple of weeks, but it'd be cool to go out and do something with a group of people on location that's not anybody's house. Right. Yeah. Right. I just agree. go check just go check stuff out, meet other people, and just spread the love. Agreed. Alex. Uh, I wish we could do the pen call. Uh, let's well, then we'll make plans, and you know we'll, we know for sure. Since and, and we'll we'll let's try to do one every month or something. We'll set up a pin crawl. There you do go. Sacramento pen crawl or whatever. Yeah, we, we can start small. Yeah, start in Sac. Start small and work we got our way up. Yeah, Sac. we do have some good places. Fanny Ann's. Shout Fanny out to Fanny Ann's. I have not been to Fanny Ann's. Steve Burrell's one of the top operators in Northern California. His games are always always per- perfect. Go to Strikes in Rockland and Vinyl Rock Barber Shop in Rockland. I gotta get over there. That's some good stuff. Oh yeah, the Vinyl Rock has an ACDC, a RoboCop, yes, yeah. Data East, a uh, High Speed, and a uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Nice. What's that? So here are the blinds. It sounds like a cat. Uh, and then Strikes, sorry, which the pinballs are in the uh, sports bar. They have a Spider Man, an Iron Man Vault, and an Iron Maiden. Nice. Wow. That's that's, that's solid. Damn. Spider Man. Steve got Sorry, me. Didn't, okay, didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> you totally meant to cut him off. That's what you do. I see him driving the freeway. That, that scotch is hitting hard. Uh, <laughs> go, Dan. Uh, you know what? I want to see a lot more of what we've been getting. You know, I mean, I hate to hear about press start, but I want to see more cool locations opening. Uh, I want to see more cool games coming one. out. I want to see more people opening up their homes and, and showing off their collections. Um, you know, we have a lot of good stuff going on in our league. There's going to be some changes this year, hopefully for the better. Uh, you know, we'll see some some people move around, no doubt, because we got shifting days and shifting rules. But, you know, new people are in charge of, of some parts, and it's going to be it's gonna be an event. That's right, bud. You tell them. Get them. Yeah. But, yeah, I want to see more of what we've been getting. Uh, as a couple of our guys have said tonight, it's a great time to be a pinhead. Not as good as 1992, but still pretty good. What about 91? So, 2020, should be good. Well, what came out in 91? 92 was Adam's family, right? Or was that 93? 91 was Checkpoint, T2, and Gilligan's. T2 was a pretty good fucking year. <laughs> 92, Adam's family, Black yeah. Rose. Black Rose actually got pulled off the line. Doctor, it's like Adam's thing? family is Getaway. like the shit. Getaway came out. Getaway, gateway, yeah. yep. Gateway, gateway, two thousand. Yep. But yeah, more, more of what we've been getting. Leave the, we- leave the weapon three. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I okay, still okay. love that game. I fucking hate that, that game. That game was a monster earner. He got away. Yeah, he got away. Brian, the skill shot's a knockoff of T two. I don't know. I really don't know. That is a knockoff um, of T two. Oh, hey, another big moment of twenty nineteen was the three game score. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. I don't know. Just okay. I need to. No way. I need to get off my ass. I guess. <laughs> I, I would. I gotta I catch up on my repair backlog. Problems. Yeah, I, I gotta. She says okay, okay, okay. I gotta no way, catch no way, up on no my repair way. backlog so I can. I gotta get all my games fixed. Yep. I got. I see works. It does. Not his. You know, I just right now like it's just weird holdups, and I've had Henry's Star Trek torn apart now for three weeks. Because the one cap I need to fix the soundboard is unavailable everywhere, and it's just there's no there's no replacement for it. So I'm what trying to and the uh, the cap on his soundboard puked his guts. And I know, but what which which cap is it? So I'd I have to. I have, I, I have some caps. I might have. I'd to. have to double check the value. Okay. I don't know offhand. Um, just you know, get more involved in that. You know, I'm still really not playing too much. I 
was telling Dan I played my Iron Maiden for the first time in two months the other night and put up like a half billion point game. Nice. nice. Which I haven't played that well in a very long time. Right. But, you know, it's nice to, to play still every once in a while and with the boys. It's, you know, just keep on moving forward, I guess. Oh, by the way, our parts aren't due until after New Year's. That's fine because I can't it, order the other parts yeah, until, it, after, until New after New Year's. Until after New Year's, nobody's really <laughs> doing anything. We're just kind of going through the motions and get through New Year's and then that. Yeah, it's it's yeah. catch up with cleaning and stuff like that. You know. But if I had my parts, I could be working on new Black Rose. I'm sorry, free Black Rose. Flea, 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 flea Black Rose. Flea Black Rose. Flea Black Rose. But you know what? You got a plan. We all got a plan. Yes. So we got a plan. That's that's where to start. George. Ah, boy. So many things. Um, yeah, the pink crawl sounds like a great thing to do. Get out there with all our people in the different locations and things of that nature. We got to support location pinball. Yeah, we have to. Um, Otherwise, it won't be there. Yeah. Also, you know, I want to say that, you know, we'll work for pinball is not promoting a business. It's promoting... An addiction? The, no, the, the addiction, but, but the <laughs> pinball, the pinball community, um, that we will be able to rebuild pinball machines and put them out there for the next generation. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's the most important part. Um, so coming up on We'll Work for Pinball, my next my next uh, pinball cabin is going to be a Barracoa with uh, stencils from Pinball Pimp. Um, you'll be able to go on my site and look at the video and how we do everything. Um, also, uh, the next one after that will be a Twilight Zone that's going to have stencils and um, and nice. how to do all that. And it sounds like I'm going to put it out there for everybody to watch and, and do. Now, the thing about it is that, you know, yeah, looking at it and doing it looks like a very simple thing, um, but it, it's it's difficult. It's n it's yeah. not an easy thing. I mean, I've got a lot of experience and everything, so I I want to be able to guide people into if they think that they can do it. I want to be able to guide them into doing such. So that's what this website is about. It's not about business. So that's awesome. It. And remember. Every project that you send to Will Work for Pinball gets a poor, <laughs> underprivileged young man that much closer to a Batman 66. Exactly. There you go. There you go. There you go. Here we go. I, I really got nothing more than we've all said, and I, I love Eric's idea of let's do pin crawls, let's get out there, let's support location pinball. Uncle um, Vito's. Uncle Vito's, all those places, man, in Sacramento, in the Bay Area. There's so many. I like. I've literally still never been to Free Gold Watch yet. <laughs> I haven't either. Have so, we got it. We got to get there. Um, I'm just looking forward to the shows, league, hanging, and playing with you guys, talking about the new games, doing more podcasts. I mean, the the whole package, man. And just having a great 2020. 2019 has been an amazing year, um, and I've been so truly blessed. Um, I talked about it briefly on the last episode. Um, I just celebrated my 20th anniversary with the company I work for. So I'm wearing a fossil watch and what, and you guys have all seen it now. What makes this watch special, it's engraved with, uh, thank you for 20 years of service. Uh, the company's founder, his lovely wife gave me this as a gift. Uh, so I want to shout out to Corey and Nikki Stahl, who are the most wonderful bosses anybody could have. So I love you guys. Shout out to you if you listen to this episode. If you if you make it two hours and 37 minutes and six seconds in, you'll hear this. Um, that's okay, man, it, because it's going to be good entertainment. 
Um, it's just been an amazing year, you know, of highs and lows, but a good year overall. Looking forward to 2020. I want to also give out a shout out to a fellow pin brother and a friend of the show, uh, Dan Fenton. Dan's in Texas right now with his son visiting uh, Dan's dad, who's recovering in the hospital. I'm not sure from what, but uh, he posted on uh, Instagram today that his dad's doing okay. Good. And uh, yeah, and uh, so Dan, um, you know, give give our love to your dad. And you guys have a safe trip home, and uh, you owe us some barbecue stories because he's bragging up that barbecue, saying it really is something. So when uh, we see you next time, man, you got to regale us with stories of Texas barbecue. And uh, so you guys take care and have safe, safe travel home. Uh, God, I could go so much longer, but the the scotch is really hitting. Maybe Brian will find a girlfriend in 2020. Huh? You know what? We, we we were we were just at a party with 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 Target Rich, but if you're not ready, that's okay too, bro. You've been through a lot this last year. Um, does anybody else have any shout outs and thank yous? I want to thank all the listeners, uh, the the people that support this show and listen, the roundtable crew, everybody who comes on the show and and helps out. And supports our our little uh, you know kitchen table studios podcast. Um, you guys have been great in 2019, and uh, we got some special surprises for you in 2020. We're gonna have a lot more new guests, and uh, the roundtable will be back. Nude guests, I'm new, not coming new right guests. I'm, guests. Going, yeah. I'm going full. I'm going full money here. Bro. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, Rusty, what? Shout outs and thank yous. Oh, and and real quick, oh. Kendra, shout out to Kendra, who's yep. a little under the weather, couldn't make it tonight. Recover. Hope Recover. Better. Love, Love you, you, sweetie. Uh, hi, Kendra. Hi, everybody. Uh, shout outs. That just to uh, our uh, all the listeners, you know, kind of echoing what Spencer said, you know, mm-hmm. he really enjoys doing this. Um, we all enjoy doing this with him. Uh, when he can't wait to do a show, he does his own. So <laughs> he gets a wild hair up his butt and off he goes. So uh, thank you so much. And uh, hopefully we'll Seems actually, like you know, Spencer learn to edit or something uh, in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Brian will get a girlfriend. Spencer will learn to edit. It could happen. Tell me if he's over first. Dale will buy a bl- uh, Black Knight. 3,000. 5,000, 3,000. Woo! BK, 3K. Yeah, tomorrow. Have it your way. We're going up to Jason's house. Get in the fucking car. Road trip. Anybody else got a shout-out to thank you? Any shout-outs? Dad should get Jason's Black Knight. Yes. Uh, I want to put a shout-out to all the Northern California pinball community. I know that's a lot of folks these days. Uh, You know, you guys are really making this the place to be to play pinball. You know, we've got some great locations uh, in Sacramento. We've got some great locations in the area. We've got some great guys who have fantastic collections that are super, super generous, making them available. I want to thank Mike and Stephen and David for uh, all the work they do with CCPL. Uh, that's a lot of work. I know it benefits us all. Um, Absolutely. I think that it's uh, it's definitely what's restoked my my passion for pinball and and got me playing competitively where before I was definitely more of a casual player. Some would argue that I still don't play very competitively. And to them, I'll say, fuck you, Alex. But, uh, <laughs> ah, but uh, no, I mean, honestly, it, it gives me a reason to enjoy a hobby that I was already involved in. Um, and I want to thank Spencer and Rusty for doing this, bringing us here. 
uh, opening up their house, feeding us, and, and letting us raid their refrigerator and uh, waste time and, and have a good time. <laughs> yeah, pet their pet the dog, laugh at the kids. Um, if, if we weren't doing this, who knows what trouble we'd be getting into on a Friday night. Yeah, no doubt, right? Summer. It's always a pleasure having everybody over. We really oh, enjoy it. And I want to thank Brian. Why? Brian gives me a lot to do. Brian's my running buddy and getting in a lot of trouble. Uh, I think that's pinball trouble. <laughs> I, say, I think you keep me out of trouble. Um, we, uh, you know, he uh, he is a, a, a steady companion and and a good dude, and uh, he definitely fixes a lot of problems for me. So thank you for that. But you know, the whole the whole pinball community, everyone's so generous, everyone's so good to each other that it's it's pretty amazing that we're lucky enough to have. Uh, this kind of camaraderie, and we're not all great. I mean, no. fuck, we got Alex. I mean, Alex is a gangster. Oh yeah. oh yeah. But yes, thank you. Any Very final shout-outs? No, I'm good. But go ahead. So, because we're going to open up the game room here in a minute. Drink up, bitches. So, no, I'm good. You know what? Love all my pinball people, man. That's the strongest point. You're not driving home, buddy. Tonight. Pound them both. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're. you're oh, okay. So yeah, pound them. Let's. We'll have another. Fuck it. Exactly. Uh, so if you're not driving and I'm not driving, uh -huh. we're good. Dan's got the wheel. Brian, you got one last word to say? Everyone has a good two in 2020, man. Yeah. Let's. Let's. Everybody. We did. Have a happy and safe New Year, and thank you all for listening. This has been episode 28 of the Spinner Is Lit Pinball Podcast. George, you got to get in for the for the final <laughs> showdown. If you don't know the words, just play along, people. Play pinball. Keep America strong. Tacos. Nice. Got to Sorry. I'm sure it's played out at this point, but you got to do it. What's that? What's doing? The song. The theme song. I'll play it for you later. Pizza. Yeah, it's hanging up on the fridge. <laughs>